Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler. You are listening to the fastest growing radio show in America. The doctrinaires are all here. Man of a thousand voices. That funny fella, Tim. Tim Andrews. Good morning. The reigning queen of the invisible box, Autumn Fisher. Hello. The handsomest producer in all of producery. I'm Jared Yamamoto. And welcome to my power hour. That's right, ladies. Jared Yamamoto is here. What's up, guys? Tell you what's up. This is day one in my war against the honey buns. Uh oh. I have made a decision in my life. Was uh, prompted last night. I uh, I would say accidentally. I wasn't looking for this, but I uh, I saw myself in the bathroom mirror, totally nude, buck naked. <laughs> and the first thought that I had was, Eric. No honey bun tomorrow morning. So, <laughs> first thought was what happened. Second thought was uh, no honey bun. So this is the beginning. I'm going to see uh, if just by skipping my morning honey bun, if I can actually. Who cares about losing weight? I just don't want to gain any more weight. You so want a plateau. I want a plateau. I want to even out. I want to go neutral. Is what I want to do. Do you want so, to start with a clementine? Uh, you got a clementine? Yeah, there you go. Look. Yeah, I'll eat, well, it's not good for my uh, uh, re- acid reflux. But well, you know, the healthy stuff doesn't feel good on the inside to me. The the unhealthy stuff, like the honey bun with a big old glass of milk in oh, the morning. Oh God, that's so good. Completely unhealthy makes me feel so comfortable. And I've said this before, and I, I'll tell you, losing weight would be a lot easier if food didn't taste so damn good. But today is day one, Eric's War versus the Honey Buns. Headlines for Tuesday, March 6th. I'm sure that that will be picked up by the AP and Reuters. That'll be a big headline. Absolutely. Well, already number one on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Former shock jock pledges to lose weight. <laughs> like, I like that. All right, give me some headlines. Speaker Paul Ryan and congressional Republicans are extremely worried about Trump's proposed steel and aluminum tariffs. Uh, yes, because Paul Ryan has basically gotten in touch with the White House to say, please don't do this. Uh, they, they responded. You got Sarah? Look, we have a great relationship with Speaker Ryan. We're going to continue to have one, but that doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. Uh, they're not going to agree on that. Actually, I've read deeper that there are some congressional Republicans who are looking into whether or not there are ways that they can actually try to block this, which is pretty amazing. A Republican Congress trying to block a Republican president from imposing these tariffs. But it makes all the sense in the world. Honestly, it makes all the sense in the world because Republicans used to be the free trade party. The Democrats certainly are not the free trade party. So the question now is, Are we going to have a free trade party? Is Eric Von Hessler going to have the ability? I mean, I I end up voting for the Libertarians sometimes just because they're the only ones. I know they're not going to win. So let me put the Libertarians, my friends, my buds, aside for a second and say, will Eric Von Hessler have the opportunity to vote for a free trade party that has a chance to win, to actually govern? That's what's in the balance now. Because, and I'm not even going to get it. The last couple of days I've told you why I thought that this is a bad idea. I'm not really going to get into that. But it's not a Republican idea. If you're for it, you're for it. I disagree with you. Here's where there can be no disagreement. Putting tariffs on aluminum steel is not a Republican idea. 
It's not a conservative idea. It's an idea that belongs to the Bernie Sanders wing of the party. Hey, it's okay. It's okay if you're a populist and you like it, but two plus two equals four, gravity always works, and some things are just real. It is not possible to call yourself a small government conservative and be in favor of these tariffs and against this sort of free trade. It's not, we're, getting, we're, we're bumping up into a lot of this lately. And really what it comes down to is that the president, I mean, if I really wanted to anger some of our, of our listeners, I'd call him that rhino president. We all know he's not a Republican through and through. He, as an individual candidate, he ran and won as a populist under the Republican tent. Now, when you get into a situation like this, where potential tariffs are out there, the question becomes, does the Republican Party become a populist party? Does the, does the party follow Trump into populism? Or does the party say, well, a populist Republican became president and we'll support him as much as we can, but the party is going to remain a conservative, small government, free trade party. Here's the thing about free trade. It's not perfect. Here's the thing about anything. It's not perfect. So you can always find areas where people get hurt in any economic system. Free trade is the best system out of all the systems. None of the systems are perfect. So you get in a situation now where a Republican president is trying to implement tariffs or wants to or says he's going to that should more likely come from Bernie Sanders had he won the presidencies the presidency and the party has to decide what they're going to do because Donald Trump can only be president until 2004 now where's the party after that January 2005 don't get me wrong he can only be president eight years so does the party fundamentally change and become a populist party or does the party support the populist president from their party as much as possible? I think some Republicans see these tariffs as a bridge too far. And otherwise, what about all that rhetoric for the last 50 years that's in favor of free trade? All that was nonsense? So I know a lot of people listening love the president and they, they love the populism. And that's fine. And you can like this idea. I don't know why you would. It's never worked in history, but you can like the idea. But it is a leftist idea. That's what you can't change. What you're falling in love with is a leftist idea. And it, does, it makes sense to me that Republicans are somewhat rebelling. And I'm sure it's very awkward for them. But you've got a lot of people who have been talking about free trade. They've been in politics for 30 years. Now all of a sudden they're supposed to turn on a dime. By the way, George W. Bush tried this. In the early 2000s, he was going to do it for three years. After a year, he got rid of it because it hurt. It hurt our economy and our people so much. And it will do that again this time. There's no doubt about that. That's different from politics, right? There may be the inertia to do something like this. But my guess is that it won't be the first time in history that it works because it's never worked before in history. Um, you have some uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, he's, he's doubling down I'm an on idiot. it, Eric. Our country on trade has been ripped off by virtually every country in the world, whether it's friend or enemy. Everybody. Now, We've here's the thing, and we'll get to the next one as well. Because, for, because tariffs don't work doesn't mean that Trump's not right about the problem. It doesn't mean that uh, 
he's not correct when he identifies China and these other countries as taking advantage of us. Just because you diagnose the problem doesn't mean your prescription is going to heal things. That's where my argument comes in. Sure, yes, we are abused on this. I would say you're Mr. Art of the Deal. Get in touch with the Chinese. Get in touch with any other country that you think Hello, is taking China. It. Yeah, just, just call them up. Hi. Hey. President here <laughs> of the world. Find a way to hurt them that is not about um, free trade. There's other things that can be, there's other things that they want from us in uh, geopolitics. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about trade. There might be something else that we can, we can talk about with them. Yes, we are being abused. He is correct. First thing the doctor has to do is diagnose you. Then they have to get the prescription right. This isn't the right prescription. We may have friends, but remember this. We lost over the last number of years $800 billion a year. Not, not a half a million dollars, not 12 cents. We lost $800 hundred billion dollars a year on trade. You say not half do you say not half a billion, not twelve cents? Not half a billion, not a buck fifty. We have lost <laughs> so much over these last however many years. Uh, I've heard that kind of comparison before, but uh, it was either twenty five cents or ten billion, I somewhere in between. One of those. We may have friends, but remember this. We lost over the last number of years eight hundred billion dollars a year. Not not a half a million dollars, not 12 cents. Yeah, not a quarter. <laughs> not a trillion. Not a trillion and a half. 800 billion. You know Let the, that sink in. Uh, <laughs> if there are any Republicans left, I don't even know if there are any Republicans left. You see, he, he's right. We do have this deficit problem. We've got a horrible debt problem. And I think he thinks that if he can balance this out, he can do something about that. That won't work. What will work is an old-fashioned Republican idea that's not populist and is pretty damned hard to pull off. You have to shrink the size of government. These debts and deficits that we have are not going to be overcome without actually shrinking the size of government. But that's going to rub some people the wrong way because you're going to have to do something about Social Security. You're going to have to do something about Medicare. These two things alone are, you wouldn't believe how much of government spending, these two things alone. And we walk around going, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and we're not going to deal with the sort of Damocles hanging over our head. How about that reference, Tim Andrews? Not I bad. love it. I love it. <laughs> I'll bet you my competitors aren't using the sort of Damocles. You have to shrink the size of government. So you've got to do something about Social Security. You gotta, you've got to do something. You've got to up the age to when you can retire. You've got to do something. You're not going to get to uh, balance debt and deficits based on trade wars. I know it sounds fun, and you know what? If you're listening to me and you're for it, you've got that tickle in your stomach, go for it. Have fun. I'm here to tell you how it's going to end. It's not going to end well. Because they don't have to fight back on aluminum and steel. They just identify what will hurt most people in this country the most. In terms of China, we sell a hell of a lot of soybeans to China. So it has nothing to do with aluminum and steel, but China will come back and slap a 25% tariff on soybeans. So if you're a soybean farmer in America, you're screwed. But if you're a handful full of steel workers in Pennsylvania somewhere, you love it. 
Here we go to our jobs back down here in Pittsburgh. We're going to yeah. screw up the city again, but uh, hey, we got our jobs. I'm, I'm glad you got your jobs back. Now, what about these 400,000 jobs that are walking out the door? Hey, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Bet you don't. So, you know, what cure this is uh, actual republicanism. Actual fiscal conservatism. But uh, we got a bunch of cowards up there now. They're not, they're not willing to face you. They're not willing to face you and tell you why you might need to do something that will hurt today to help tomorrow. You know, I love Judd. I was listening on the way in and uh, Higginbotham. Did I get that right? That's right. I was going to say Higginbottom, but I love Judd. I think it was him. I was driving in and he used this word that I... I'm really sick and tired of hearing people use all the time now. It's this word, hangry. What does hangry mean? Hungry and angry. You're hangry. And, but this is I, low blood sugar. Well, right. But I, I see it as like, because you're hungry, you're angry. Yeah. It's the kind yeah. of yeah, anger brought on by hunger. But when I get hungry, I don't get, I get like lightheaded. <laughs> I get hungry. You I get like, like irritable. I, well, I, I don't get angry though, because anger takes energy. And if mm. I'm hungry... I'm low on energy, so I'm more likely to kind of just sort of be incoherent for a while. Yes, Jared? Yeah, I was going to ask you, since you, you're on this honey bun strike, today is... I am. I am on a honey bun strike. There's Judd. I am on a honey bun... Ask him to come in. I want to ask if it's him. I don't, I don't know if it's... Uh... Oh, he's just going in there. He's going in the news booth. Oh, he's going in the news booth. He's getting all serious. Oh, he's going to do real news. He's, hey, can you, hey, Judd, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you pipe in? Yeah, I can hear you. Were, when I was calling in this morning, did I hear you use the word hangry? Uh, no, that would have been Mark Adelwine. He used the term hangry. Oh, okay, that's okay. an official news. That's a that's a is news it, term. It's yeah, an it, official it term. Yes. Okay, well, Judd, I mean, and nothing gets Mark. <laughs> I'm just tired of hearing hangry because <laughs> okay. I don't believe it's a real thing. When I get when I get hungry, thank you, Judd. I know you have to prepare for the real news. Yeah, we got the suggestion box here. I'll put it right in there. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no more hangry. It's the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. I just get uh, you need energy to be angry. I'm, I get lightheaded. I think you're just upset because again, you're you're on a honey bun. I am on a honey bun. You are lashing out right now. I'm lashing out at big food. But have a a honey bun; it'll calm you down. It would though. Here, I've got just one of the spiral arms of the honey bun. Just Uh, just start on the on the outside. Yes. What if you chose one honey bun and you ate it all day? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same? I shove honey buns in my mouth and then drink all of the milk and swirl it all together. That's the only way it's good. But today is National Oreo Day, so you can have an Oreo. It's no, no, totally it's, fine. No, no, you're not getting the spirit of this thing. I'm simply I'm putting the honey bun up there as the type of thing that I've got to cut out of my life. Because you want to know why Autumn... It's an umbrella term. Autumn, when I was nude... <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, when I was nude uh, looking in my bathroom mirror yesterday, yeah. last night... Don't get excited. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh... When when I looked at you know what I realized is I'm getting that I'm getting that high weight you know that weight that's up there it's just below your breast is like it starts oh, happening there like it's the, not just well that's the new fat yeah so like old fat succumbs to gravity and starts you know yeah. like hanging yeah it's not the old uh, just uh, spare tire fat that oh, I'm it's used new to high it's just, fat it's like that Sam Kennison weight you know like mm-hmm. way up high. And I know that's not good. That's the heart attack weight. Yeah. No, I, I thought the spare tire weight was the heart attack weight. Well, get, having that big barrel in front of you, I don't think is... I just hope the heart attack waits. <laughs> and I'm going to continue my war on the honey buns for at least two days. You want to eat a honey bun, eat your damn honey bun. Why, first? You only go around one time. 
Oh, yes. Cindy. But I, I want to go around for a little bit longer. I want to go around the sun more Just times. one more time. Yeah, just one more time. I'm trying to, <laughs> believe me, if I never had a honey bun again, I've had plenty of honey buns. You have any more? By the way, if people want to leave open mics, how do they do that? Well, they just download the WSB Radio app, and it's a big function at the very bottom of the app right there. Yeah. You can leave us uh, mics because we don't take calls on the show. No, we don't. We, but, we, but you're free to engage through the open mic process. You got anything else? Hey, Eric Von Sockthroat. I'm going to go ahead and eat two honey buns every morning because I don't want the honey bun people to lose their jobs. Thanks a lot. Now I have to get fat. <laughs> well, the man cares about workers, and that's true. I do worry. I probably personally have employed at least 15 honey bun workers in my lifetime. See how bad embargoes are for people? I know, I know. Here I go off on tariffs, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of I'm dropping my own tariff on the honey buns. But you know what? Look, you have to find a different job, because I want to... I want to weigh less than I weigh now. <laughs> Go ahead. Eric Von Hessler, the sword of Democles. That is one of my favorite stories. Very good reference. Very good reference. Well done, sir. Well done. He does. He says Democles. That's probably yeah. the way I said Damocles. That's the way I say it. Sword of Damocles. Yeah. And I know uh, that uh, Jared looked it up. He's gonna, I'm going to say, Jared, you know what the Sword of Damocles is? And he's going to say, oh, well, yes. it's." Uh, I did not look it up. I purposely did not look it up. I have no idea what that reference is. It just means when there's imminent danger. Okay. So it's it's an old thing from, I don't know, is it is it mythology or did it really happen? I don't know. But, I think uh, it's real. Uh, some, no, it can't be real because the idea is that the, the guy was sitting under a sword that was only held up by one hair. And that sounds like mythology to me. Yeah, I don't I think mean, a, a hair could hold a sword. No sword. So the idea was that, uh, you Back know. Back then, was, magic existed. He was very, <laughs> the dude was very, as I recall, the dude was very happy with himself. And then they put him in that situation and say, well, when you're happy, look out. Because you got that sword above you and it's only being held by one hair. And it basically means anytime there's imminent danger. And that's the way that I used it. So there you go. You want to do some more headlines? Let's do it. More headlines for Tuesday, March 6th. We're gonna have Eric Erickson, but he couldn't. He couldn't make it. Yeah, so it's something going on with the kids. Put him on Hopefully tomorrow okay. or the next day, because I have no idea what's going on in this governor's race. I want to get an expert in here, and plus, my my fake Twitter war with Eric completely failed. He didn't bite. Well, I, it turns out I don't have a Twitter account. Oh yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, put me put me, a, put me at a distinct <laughs> Your move, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even know. All right, go ahead. Well, Robert Mueller has struck again. Uh, President Robert Mueller? Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. He's Some a... people call him, like, that's interesting, because when we ever we have Eric Erickson on, he calls him Mueller. Mueller. And I call him Mueller. Tim Andrews, do you remember a comedian named Gary Mule Deer? Yes. Yeah, that's all I always think of. Go ahead. Well, President Trump. He had the sword of Damocles hanging over <laughs> he his did. head. Yeah. Well, President Trump's former campaign aide, Sam Nunberg, spent most of yesterday. Not Sam Nunn. No, not Sam Nunn. Yeah, he's Sam sane. Nunn Bird. Sam Nunn is insane. That's right. And uh, this guy spent most of yesterday making his rounds on 24-hour news, defending the latest allegations against him. That he's refusing to cooperate. Sometimes this guy says things make no sense. Defending the latest allegations against him. Well, he's been subpoenaed. No, he's not defending. He's defending himself against the subpoena. Allegations that Mueller—I don't even know that Mueller made allegations, but he, he gave him a subpoena. He wants to go through his emails. He was—my understanding is this Nunberg uh, was f twice fired by Donald Trump, but he was fired during the campaign. 
And well, his, if his he was on all the TV shows yesterday, all day long, all day long, and then it ended in a total crash on CNN. But go ahead, get some idea of why he won't. He said at the beginning of the day he was saying, "I'm not going to cooperate with Robert Mueller." By the end of the day, he was kind of saying, "Well, I guess I am." It was all over the place, but start at the beginning. All right, so here's when he went on with Jake Tapper. Why are you refusing to cooperate with this subpoena? Because it's absolutely ridiculous what they requested from me. They requested, first of all, they sent me a subpoena where they asked me after November 1 of 2015, did I communicate with Carter Page, Corey Lewandowski? I mean, I despise Corey. Why would I communicate with him? Hope Hicks? who was having an affair with Corey, and I, I would communicate. I should give them every email from November 1 of 2015 to perpetuity with Steve Bannon and, and Roger Stone? Why? Why do I have to give that to the to the government? Because yeah, it's a subpoena. It's a yeah, course. but I don't get it. Why do I have to do it? <laughs> well, you can go to jail if you I'll want to. I'll go to jail. Look. Who Corey went to jail? And, huh? Yeah. Isn't this news? Did we know that uh, there was an affair between Hope Hicks and Corey Lewandowski? Do we even know that's true? Well, you know now. <laughs> Just going to drop that out there. Then he went on MSNBC. I'm not going to cooperate. What do I oh. have to spend 80 hours going over my email? Why do I have to spend 80 hours going over my email? Okay, next show. Now, then friends uh, friends of his apparently were really worried about him. Like They thought, okay, this guy's having a meltdown on national, on several national TV outlets. Around 8.30 last night. Okay, this on. is what it all, this is what, who was this, Aaron Burnett? Yeah, he was on with Aaron Burnett on CNN. So, Sam, I have to ask you one other thing. Yes, ma'am. And it's an awkward question to ask, but, you know, I've, I've, I've interviewed yes. you before. You're sitting very close to me. Yes. We talked earlier about what? People in the White House were saying about you. Yeah, talking about whether you you were you were drinking or on drugs or whatever they uh, had happened today. Um, talking to you, yeah. I have smelled alcohol in your breath. Oh, well, I I have not had a drink. You haven't had a drink, so that's no. not no. So I I just because it is the Mouth talk wash. out there. Again, I know it's awkward. Let me just get give you the question. Well, you can uh, categorically answer. answer that. Uh, no, nope, you haven't had a drink answer, today. My answer is no. I have not. Anything else? No. 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 Besides my meds, okay. Antidepressants is that okay? No, oh, I, I mean I'm not. I'm just trying to understand. Well, look. Well, look. They can say today. they can say whatever they want. I don't really care. What? Once again, they're pathetic. I like when people say, "No, I don't have alcohol in my breath." Why would you say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> just my meds. My is that okay? What, what antidepressant uh, pills make your Make your breath smell like alcohol, I wonder. Uh, uh none. <laughs> but other than that. I mean, does drinking mouthwash count? See, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I would have told him. I mean, I just... drinking it, like gulping it. No, no, right. But I, would, I wouldn't I would even, if I was him, I would have said, you know, I've been doing a lot of shows today, so I did a swish of uh, Listerine before I. It's my sweet water IPA pills. <laughs> <laughs> For my depression. For my depression, yeah. I don't drink it. I just pop them. And sometimes, you know, like if you take a garlic pill, yeah. you, you, you're garlicky, you fish oil pill, you Tastes yeah. like fish or breathe fish. Yeah. Are you are you going to cooperate? With no. This? Well, I thought you said no. you were. I well, mean... maybe. No, I don't know. Why should you? Why I don't look. I don't know. Why? Sure. I'm not going to cooperate. What do I have to I spend? That. What do I? Eighty hours going over my email. Because it's a subpoena. That's I don't care how it works. They could throw me in jail. <laughs> well, that's what they would do if you don't do it. 
There's one interview that was real long yesterday where they were asking him about Trump and Russia and the Miss Universe pageant. He goes, Trump's not stupid. He's not having women sent to his room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the Steele dossier. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it shows kind of with her busting him on the alcohol in his breath. It shows how reporting has changed in this country. If you go back to FDR, like all the journalists kept it a secret from most Americans that the president was handicapped. They knew it. They saw it every day that he was walking with, you know, and they kept it away from, that's a long way to go, from when everybody collectively decides we're not going to let the American people know that the president is handicapped to fast forward to 2018. Do I smell alcohol on your breath <laughs> in, a live, in a live appearance? Uh, she knows how to get in the news, that Aaron Burnett. I'll tell you about this guy. This uh, What's his name? Sam, Sam Nunberg? Sam Nunberg. He's got the sword of Damocles hanging over his head. <laughs> Next story. Uh, well, Eric, the tables have turned. Russia is now accusing the United States of meddling in their elections. Good. Good. This is what we should be doing. This is a phony baloney election that's going to happen in a couple of weeks over there. They pretend to have real elections. Every time there's a buildup to elections over there, Putin's biggest, uh, I don't want to say even, even want to say enemies, uh, the best prospective candidates to run against Putin suddenly find themselves thrown in jail for four months so they can't do anything. He handpicks the people who can run against him. And, uh, and, and so it's all phony baloney. And I am sick and tired of everyone over here with the gnashing of the teeth and the wringing of the hands about what Russia does to us in our elections, fight fire with more fire. Don't just fight fire with fire. If they gave you some fire, you give them hell fire. This Putin, an awful lot of people in Russia know the deal on him. They know he's not legitimate. At one time he was legitimate, but the fact that he stayed in power this long and wants to stay in power for another I don't know how many more years... There are plenty of people in Russia who are opposed to that, and we should be giving them money, and we should be helping them rally, and we should be agitating, and this guy's going to win the election, and if we're doing our job a year and a half from now, there will still be 10,000 people showing up at a rally against him. It should never end. This next term that we know he's going to get because the election is phony baloney, his whole term, it should never, ever stop. You don't think that Russian actress has a chance? The Russian actress that was handpicked by him? His to goddaughter? Be the, yeah, his goddaughter, who, who turns out to be... That you know, is neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's supposedly the Trump-like candidate. I wouldn't call her a Trump. I would call her Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll pay her for doing her part in the... Alexei Jones is called this week news. There's some other guy involved in it, and I saw, very briefly, I saw a... Uh, 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 they had a debate, and one of them threw water on the other one. <laughs> so they're having more fun. They're having more fun than we do over here. I wish I could have done that. But here, Marco. You know, it's a giant show. You know, when he uh, and 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 so at the last minute he gives that big speech and America, you better look out because Russia's got uh, these new nuclear weapons. There's nothing you can do about it. It turns out that some of those animations he was showing behind him are like eight years old. They've been on yeah. YouTube for years. Bluffing, call his bluff, agitate him, and that should be, we should stop all the investigations, stop all the hand-wringing, and marshal all our forces to, as long as that man's in power, we are going to make his life a living hell. There will be a rally and a demonstration somewhere in that country every week. 
and it should never end. Now, you want to get his hands out of here? That's how you do it. Really complaining and oh, and what Russia? Fight, damn it! Right, Alan? Fight! We'll be back. Eric Von Hessler begins every day at 9 on WSB. Available anytime on the WSB radio app. Hit listen on demand or the Von Hessler Doctrine on the app. All right, Mr. Jared Yamamoto. Yes. Another headline, please. Absolutely. Uh, the Oscars dropped to an all-time low of with 26.5 million viewers the other night. On See, Sunday you're going night. the wrong way. They got to tell me the percentage. They dropped nearly 20%. See, that seems like a year. lot. That's a lot. And it's been going down for a while. But well, then, remember, the previous year they did have the uh, envelope envelope snafu. Yeah, but people didn't know that was going to happen, so they didn't tune in for Juicy. it. Juicy. Yeah, but I mean, wait, how are you going to know that's going to happen? That happens after... The, what are you talking about? Half the country knew that they'd be insulted the first 20 minutes of the show. So. <laughs> that, yeah, sure. that's right. Yes, that's got to have something to do with it. I don't think it's everything to do with it. I think that things are just changing. When, when we were younger, I mean, they're obnoxious now. They're obnoxious, and that has a lot to do with it. But uh, there's also a lot more stuff that you can do. When we were younger, there weren't that many award shows. There was the Grammys. There was the Oscars. And like what the People's Choice Awards, the Tonys. Don't forget that. Oh well, I was never really uh, all that interested. No, in why not? Well, I lived in Tennessee. I, I, I wasn't. If I suppose, if I lived in Soho, yeah, I would be <laughs> interested. <laughs> so, so I, I think it's going down for a number of reasons. It's not being helped by a couple of things this year. These movies may be very good. None of them were a huge hit. So that's if you have a if you have a if you, if, uh, I'll bet you the year that Titanic was up. The, the ratings were huge. Everybody in America had seen the movie. They had an opinion on the movie. Most of these movies, if people saw them, they saw them because they were nominated. Oh, I better check these out before the Oscars. So none of these I'm aware of. I don't think any of the best movie nominees were huge hits. Get Out was a big hit. Get Out. Yeah. Get Out was a big hit. You're right. But there's like six others, seven others that weren't. And a lot of the people who won were, you know that movie, uh, The Darkest Hour? With Gary Oldman? I mean, that gets a lot of push, but I don't think it was in the top three any week. Was it when it came out? Not Somebody that I look remember. at it. I don't think it was ever. They well, it was out at the same time as Star Wars, though, right? It yeah. was, came out maybe a couple weeks after Star Wars, which it's always tough. Yeah. And was it, Star Wars, uh, I don't know, was Star Wars eligible to, to win awards for this? I believe so, because there's been one every year. They never year. do that. They never, you, they open it up to like seven, eight, or nine. Toss a Star Wars in there. Get people interested, even if it's not going to win. They never nominate things that are huge. Get Out was loved by most people who watched it, but I don't know how much money it brought in. Most people probably saw it after it was in the theater. I believe because it, it had was such one of the, good buzz. One of the top-grossing horror movies. I mean, not really. That's a, a horror. genre. Though. Yeah, I'll look it up. Anyway, but just when you're about to beat them up as some kind of right-wing guy, going, "Hey, you know, you're getting all lefty and you're losing people," then you look down and go, "They still got 27 million people." Any other show, that's huge. If I had 27 million people, I'd be a bigger jerk than I already am. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 2 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am your honey bun free chat host. The other voices you hear 
Oh, the doctrinaires. Do you have another open mic? Yeah, I do have it. Here it is. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, look at me. I'm all messing up here. I guess I'm not plugging Live radio. Hangry's Eric Von Hessler. Hangry's a real thing. I'm a diabetic, and when I get hangry, my husband can tell immediately that my blood sugar is tanking, and he's usually right. So, hangry's for real. Uh, okay. I mean, hangry, I guess, is for... I'm not going to argue with somebody who has diabetes. Well, Autumn said it properly, which is low blood sugar. Right. Well, you may... I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to argue with people who have diabetes, or diabetes, for that matter. I'm not going to argue diabetes. with Diabetes. Or diabetes. Diabetes. They got the sugar. What's the guy? That's right. I got the sugars. Wilford Brimley. He says diabetes. <laughs> yes, uh, he says diabetes. 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 Anyway, it's no laughing matter, you people. Diabetes. And I'm not going to argue with somebody. I'm just saying, even in that case, I'm not arguing here. I'm reasoning that that would still make me lightheaded. I would say lightheaded more than angry. But You're just anti-hangry people. Well, that's you. Asking, that's I'm just your reaction to low blood sugar. Some people get irritable. You know what it really is? It's that I just get tired that a word comes up and then everybody uses it for two years. I never mm. heard three years ago, I never heard anybody say hangry. And now all of a sudden, that's what I'm annoyed with. Suck it to me. <laughs> the word. <laughs> Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Give me a story, a headline. Sure. Oh, oh, I got a call for that, don't I? You do. I'm a little reluctant because we research these things, and headlines is very popular. More headlines, the most popular segment. Even more headlines. People not in love with it, but let's go. Even more headlines. Let's race through this. People might not notice. Well, South Korea is uh, right now talking with North Korea, and they say that North Korea is willing to discuss giving up their nuclear weapons, but they want to be able to talk with the United States. Yeah, this is a ploy, obviously. And this I, is well, sorry. I, I know you're. Uh, you have some sort of historical uh, facts or something. Well, you can I, lend I, to I, I know that you can uh, you can translate this for me. Okay. Kim Jong Un-Kun He'll give up all them bombs, like, because he was telling me. Because guess what? He's he likes basketball and ponies, and he likes a, and he wants a yeah. So guess what, Mister so Mister Trump? Can we trade Michael Jordan and a pony for denuclearization? <laughs> he, I, they want somebody younger, so maybe Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Brought, who just won an Oscar, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor, Kobe. I'm sure he really made that film too. I don't understand how did Kobe win an Oscar? He wrote a poem, right, and they made a film about it, like yeah. an animation. Did he do the drawings? I think he done them. Yeah, okay, I, think he, right. I think he's good at drawing. You would know. You were in the NBA. Yeah, I was. Uh, so this is just a ploy. You know, if you have any kind of memory whatsoever, and before even Kim Jong Un was around. The father, I don't really remember the grandfather. I wasn't really looking at the world then. But the father, he would do it this way, where basically for a few years, 
you build up and you build up and you're belligerent to the United States. And then after that, there's a period where you go, okay, we got the leverage we need and you back off. And then you make deals with the United States. And in the past, we would send them grain and keep them from starving. And then that goes on for a little while longer. And then when they feel they've gotten the most out of us they can get, at some point, they just make up anything to say that we've offended them for something. And then they start with the, uh, with, with the nigs again. So I will believe this when I see it. And just for the North Koreans to say that they're pausing their nuclear program, that sounds like what they've done a bunch of times in the past. And this is, this is so far, this fits their MO. They push and they push and they push and they realize, okay, we got to play the game for a couple of years because they got nothing going on there. And then we bail them out by uh, relieving some sanctions and getting some food over there. And they, they're nice, uh, not nice, relatively nice for a few years. And then they go right back to it. They'll just find some reason. There's some ship somewhere they don't like. And, okay, the U.S. is being belligerent. And, and that now doesn't we change to... the way that they treat their people at all. Of course not. But we, we forget about that. We I go to Autumn Fisher, who is the North Korean expert on this panel. I love North Korean yeah. <laughs> stuff. I do. She I really knows, do. She knows all about it. You uh, got your degree, I she believe. She that from... lady. There's only one lady who does the news in North Korea, and it's that lady, because she's so good. It's hard hard to beat her. She's got a 100 share. You can't beat her. Everybody in the nation. Hey, don't brag, North Korean news You get a little big for your breeches there. I I hear that uh, Kim has a cold. Is he okay? Uh, I like when she's sad. Get to some sad news from North Korea. (laughs) I never should have bought a vacation home there. I don't know how I was talking I know that timeshare is not working. You know, it was beautiful. They showed me a picture. It was beautiful. Yes, sir. The president seems optimistic about this. Trump was tweeting about it earlier this morning. About Possible progress being made in talks with North Korea. For the first time in many years... A serious effort is being made by all parties concerned, okay? The world is watching and waiting. Maybe false hope, but the U.S. is ready to go hard in either direction. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. If they're hungry, why don't they open a Taco Bell? Well, yeah, I mean, come yeah, on! you got to be capitalist. That's right. Next story. Well, let's go to France, where the age of... I don't con- want to go to France. Let's you don't want to go to France? Why not? You might after this story. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can't set it up like that, Tim. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right, next story. Don't even do it. <laughs> okay. Don't even do it. All right, I'm going to move Things down the Things are wall. going so well for this show. All right. Why would I do what I... No, go ahead. We're adults. Okay. All right, let's be adults. We're all adults here. We will go to France. Except for Autumn. Childish no. person. No. <laughs> Go ahead. In France, they've changed the uh, the law to make the age of consent now 15 years old. Um, oh, after no there me. were some high profile cases of 11 year olds. Uh, well, that's the weird thing. Stuff. When I first saw the 11 year olds, it wasn't their fault. No, of um, course not. That's why I'm, I'm being very safe with what how I say this. Just tell the story. Okay, so <laughs> when I first saw the headline, I because it's France, so it says uh, France. To set legal age of sexual consent as 15. This is the BBC. And I thought, oh, they're because it's France, I thought they were lowering it. No, this is conservative. This is actually shoring things up because there was a couple of cases, I think last year, 
where people did stuff to 11-year-olds and they weren't charged with rape. Uh, this is uh, under the existing legislation. Under if there's no violence or co- coercion proved, offenders may only be charged with sexual abuse of a minor, and not rape. And so they've had these couple of cases in the last couple of years where people have been with 11 year olds and they weren't charged with rape because there was no supposedly no coercion. I don't even know how that could happen. How can like how how is there no coercion between an adult? <laughs> And an 11-year-old. So France is disgusting, and they're finally trying to get their act together, I suppose. Can I make a... Um, like but a, France is disgusting. France is disgusting. They, they don't even shower. Everywhere. They yeah. don't shower. <laughs> all that cheese on their breath. But yeah, wonderful food. Europe's had a bunch of new visitors who are staying with them. All right. Next story. Okay. <laughs> I don't need Tim Andrews. And, you know, just Tim Andrews. I call him a white nationalist. He tells me... That's not true. I'm just a nationalist who happens to be white. I'm not saying it. No, I know. No, we're not going to the next story. Okay. <laughs> and an Oregon man has filed. Have a... I told you how well things are going here? Yes, yes, yeah. An Oregon. Remember that old song? Don't rock the boat. <laughs> Don't rock the boat. Hughes baby. Incorporated, man. Don't tip the boat over, okay, Tim Andrews. I won't. <laughs> I already called the French disgusting. That's enough. <laughs> Made some cheese jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're welcome mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. toss in a croissant mm-hmm. joke. Au revoir. This French Eric. lady. Au revoir. Tout à l'heure. Is that hello or goodbye? I don't even know. Uh, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next story, says Eric Von Hessler. An Oregon man has filed a lawsuit claiming... An Oregon man. Claiming, likely story. Claiming that Dick's Sporting Goods and Walmart discriminated against him when they refused to sell him a rifle. He's 20 years old. Right, right, right. But this is interesting because my libertarian instincts say any store ought to be able to decide who they're going to sell guns to. But this could be a case because Oregon law right now, state law, allows residents to buy shotguns or rifles starting at age 18. So does uh, Dick's or Walmart, do they have the right to not sell? under? The, so, for instance, uh, if would, would it be okay for a supermarket to decide we're not going to sell alcohol to anybody under 25, even though state law says mm. you can buy alcohol when you're 21? I got a feeling this guy's got a case. If they want to change it, they would have to change state law, I believe. I believe he's got a case. I am no lawyer or anything fancy like that you're not gonna represent tyler watson drive no. or fly no. all the way out. well you wouldn't fly you would definitely drive out to oregon to represent him I, i'm not I, doing it why are you even bringing this up what you think i'm like a, what, abraham lincoln like a lawyer traveling around <laughs> by train yes oh uh, we don't have time for another story we don't but i'll tease it the next story is gonna be about the bachelor oh, the, oh wow yeah ah, ah there's some drama on the bachelor they say it's the finale but it's on again tonight that's right how is that all right I'll tell you. I don't know how much time we have. You threatened me with a story about The Bachelor. Oh, I know. We could spend hours talking about The Bachelor. Well, I, mean, I don't know about hours, but a minute might not be enough. So, last, I'm going to get it straight. Last night was the finale? Yes. Supposed to be the finale. I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor. You're not missing much. Are you watching? Why? Everybody loves it. It's White people with, love it, black people love it, poor people love it, rich people love it. Everybody loves The Bachelor. I've never seen it. It's filled with cheap drama, but the main guy, the main Bachelor. Ari Lyon Dyke Jr. is an uh, automobile racer, and I used to watch him race. His father won the Indy 500 twice. Yeah? Yeah. So what about him? Well, what about him? I wouldn't date him. I don't use but I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'd marry him. Let me tell you something. Anybody... Who wins the Indy 500 twice? <laughs> I, in fact, would marry. So I want you to know that. Well, this guy Ari, uh, he pulled a switcheroo on Becca. It looked like it was happily ever after. 
Of course, my sound just went down. Oh, what? No. Why does your sound go down all the time? I have no idea. What do you think that if this happened, say, last week, then you would just fix it? Let me try before this. Before you. Yeah. This morning I woke up and I thought about you and I thought about you and our kids together. I thought about us when we were old. And I choose you today, but I choose you every day from here on out. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> Becca, will you marry me? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so then he, uh, he, 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 messed her, he messed her over, right? He, uh, he did. You know, being with you, although it's been everything that I wanted, I still think about her. Hold on a second. Stop for a second. And if we have to take a break, we'll come back. But um, <laughs> he just it seems to me contradicted himself. He said... Although you're still everything I ever wanted, I find myself thinking about her. Is that not a contradiction? I think it is. If you're everything I ever wanted, then you wouldn't be thinking about but somebody else. But for some else. reason. Yeah. So you were, person. it would be proper for him to say, unfortunately for you, you're almost everything I ever wanted. You know, being with you, although it's been everything that I wanted, I He's still think about her. And I think you sense that. And I think for me, the more I hung out with you, the more I felt like I was losing the possibility of maybe reconciling things with Lauren. Oh, Is this how people talk? Do people really talk like this now? Yeah, yeah that's how they talk. <laughs> um, uh, you yeah. know, I was thinking about... You know, I got to say, it makes me respect my father, who, when I was 12 years old, just said, I'm going... See ya. <laughs> I'm going on a business trip, and he just never came back. We didn't have to sit through that nonsense. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pause. That's David. I'm, I'm, I want to go to that David Byrne show that's coming up, but... It's $100 to see. you got to see everybody that's on stage that day. That's the oh, point. It's Eric, a festival. I know. Eat your honey bun. Spend your $100. Take your honey bun. Woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think about it. I just don't know if I want to see 19 other people. I just want to see that guy. Why can't I just see that guy? Eh, whatever. People don't care. What, are we still talking about the uh, the Bachelor? Yeah, we we're talking WTF? about the love triangle that it was happening on The Bachelor last night. And so he picked one of them. Let me get to this quickly because I don't give a damn. He picked one of them. He picked Becca. He picked Becca. Who Becca. every every time she's a person. There's, here's Becca. There's a, they call you Becca, right? Hi, I'm Becca. She does nothing but cry every time you play something. And she's like, <laughs> sure, no, I know. I have other things that I have to say. All right, all right, all right, Becca. Hold on. So she was chosen, and the other girl, Lauren, she took a took a hike. That's right. He he proposed to Becca. <laughs> And then later on, he comes back and he says, no, wait a minute. And I, I'd ask for you to play it again, but it takes the guy eight minutes to say something. <laughs> he basically calls her back in and says, you know what? I'm still thinking about Lauren. So uh, he pulls, he rescinds the proposal of That's marriage. That's right. And she takes a walk. And then what happens later? She, uh, she talks to the host. Is the host the same guy who used to do that molestation show? Chris Harrison? On NBC? Chris, I'm not sure Chris what Hansen, is. isn't it? Yeah, Chris yes. Hansen. It's not Harrison, it's Hansen. Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. Remember that uh, NBC show where they used to... Yeah, come right on in, there. I have 
some lemonade and cookies. Yeah, what was that show called? <laughs> well, they they used to, to get, catch a predator. Yeah. To catch a predator. And did you know this about to catch a predator? Maybe that's why they don't do it anymore. All those people won in court because it was entrapment. If the cops do something like that, they know how to do it properly. But if you're going to do it on TV and set it up, it's 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 all. I, I'm pretty sure. Look into it. I think most of those guys walked. Most of them did, and one of them committed suicide while they were outside of his house. Well, did he? Was he going there for what they said he was going there for? Uh, yeah. yeah he probably should have. That, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it was. It turned out they were letting these people walk because yeah. the whole NBC setup was seen as entrapment. So now Chris Hansen is not catching predators. He's catching bros on The Bachelor. But his name is Chris Harrison. I'm no, I, I just looked it up. It's Chris Harrison. Oh, is this is not that I guy. Yeah, it's is Chris... it possible that Jared is right and I'm wrong? Why don't you yeah, have a seat, I, Eric? No, no. no he's saying that the host of The Bachelor is Chris Harrison. That's okay. correct. And so it's not Chris the guy... Hansen is the host of okay. Catch a Predator. Two different so people. Two different people. Okay, very good. So, uh, so this is her talking to... <laughs> The guy who didn't host Catch a Predator. That's right. No. I mean, after he left, I went through all the motions. I was sad. I stayed in LA for a few days and cried for probably four days straight and um, grieved the loss of that relationship and the future that I thought we were going to have. I am angry at times. I feel betrayed a lot of the time just because I... Why do people talk that way? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. These shows, I can't understand them. Is They've taken the people that when I was younger, because now I just go home and I have a casket in the My basement. My name's Becca. Yeah, I'm not on, just people. <laughs> I'll get to you, Becca. But in, in the back when I would socialize, when I was younger, and I would socialize, uh, these were the. They have shows now completely about women or people, not just women. Thank you. <laughs> You're a person. Thank you so much. My name's Becca. Okay, Becca. But they have shows now about the exact same people that when I was more social and younger, that I would try to get away from at the party. Like they were just like, they were way too, they'd bring you down, they'd talk your ear off. They were always complaining, and the world wasn't good enough. You know, the world's doing this to them. And I mean, you would get away from them. And now they, these are stars of shows. Why do people want to sit and listen to this? You know, hey, you know what? He, he tossed you out, then uh, you should be angry at him and move on with your life. Well, I am, and that's why I'm on the show. And so, you know, just the fact that you're not interested in what I have to say makes you a certain type of person. And I'm not going to call you a loser, mm -hmm. but if that's what you want to act like, then I guess you know I'm just calling the kettle black. And well, if a duck is a duck, then it walks like no, a duck. If you, and call like, the if you black, feel like <laughs> you have a way that you're feeling about something, then I talked to Chris Hales, and he said that like I should tell you exactly how I feel. He's just talking round and round and circling. It's not talking in circles. It's talking about things that you feel. And when you feel a certain way, you should talk about the way that you feel. And feeling is not fine. And hey, feeling is Becca, okay. Hey, Becca. Mm. Put a yeah, sock in it. Don't call me Rebecca. It's no, Becca. Becca mm. Put a sock in it. Tim Andrews wants to ask you a question. Oh, no, no, no. Right. I just want to say an interesting statistic. So this is the 22nd season of The Bachelor. Oh, my God. 22nd season. What do they yet. have, like three a season or something? A year? Yeah, well, it started like in 22. Remember what a season was a year? Oh, yeah, but they okay. don't do that anymore. Um, how many of these couples in the 22 seasons of The Bachelor do you think are still together? Uh, eight. One. <laughs> One. 
What about the other one, The Bachelorette? The Bachelorette's been on 13 seasons. Six of the couples are still together. So no. See, women have women better, better ideas. Ladies are better than men. Well, that certainly. proves it. End of story. Mike has been dropped. Start the WTF sound. Let's do it. What the? What the? What the? Seriously, what the? WTF with Autumn Fisher. We used to have a character for a while that you did who was a millennial who was named Rebecca in you used to say. I would say yeah. I would say, That's what? a different person. So I would say, what's your name? I'm Rebecca. <laughs> I don't no. know who that stupid girl is. Yeah, Her this, name's Becca. Like, this other Becca going just on. Just say your whole name. It's Rebecca. Should we let people know that, I don't know how to work this one in, but we, uh, you know, we do the podcast hour coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. And you could join us over on the Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook page and listen to that. But sometimes we workshop ideas over there. And we have this new character. I'm going to throw this at you, Autumn, whether you're ready right, for it or not. Bring it. We have this, this new character <laughs> that I love. I'm trying to figure out how to get the new character into our bits. I haven't been able to figure it out yet. I was a contestant on The Bachelor, so... Oh, no, not you. Not you. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, it's not that. Bye. No, it's not the girl who... The pretty girl who can't stop passing gas. It's not that girl. Oh. It's just some... Uh, the lady from Dark Side of the Moon. So, like, uh, we would be talking about something and, like, give me an opinion, Tim. You say, well, I think that's... Uh, well, I think that's taking a lot too much time. That's right. That's right. Or way too much time. That's some kind of grammar in there. You want to do it again? Okay. <laughs> well, Eric, you know, I think this this policy that Trump is trying to uh, push through is taking way too much time. And then I would say, uh, hey, lady from Dark Side of the Moon, what do you think? Ah! 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 <laughs> is that all you have to say? That clears all, it up. We hear from all sides here. It's not just this. Oh, stop after that. You think she's done, and she kind of keeps on going oh, with her commentary. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to have to disagree with that. <laughs> You're making a good point. No. You lost me at that. <laughs> this is our new correspondent, our new pundit, the, the lady from Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> no, I haven't been drinking. No. <laughs> All right. Now, Autumn, you want to pivot and give me a WTF story? Yes, I'm definitely ready for that. Here we go. <laughs> I think the way that it's got to work in the future is the first time that we, I go to you in a thing, yeah. you give me the, uh, the oh, ah, no, oh, no, not that. You, you give me the whole whoa oh, thing. And then uh, later on, when I go back to you, you just go, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, that'll get me interested in the political part of our exactly, show. Exactly. I'm ready to go with I'll Dark figure. Side of the Moon Lady. There you go. All right, so uh, give me a yes, WTF I'm, story. A high school is apologizing for winning a basketball game by 86 points. East What school was it? East Bridgewater, Massachusetts High School. Oh, yeah. So the 86 point. Now, the thing is, they kept their starting people in. I guess they went up to like 25 to nothing. And they kept their starting kids in, and they were they were really aggressive defensively well into the game. And I think they kept a full-court press going well into the third quarter or second half. I'm not exactly sure how they – in high school, they do halves like college, or they do quarters. They do like halves. Halves, halves, right. So deep into the second half, I guess they kept a full-court press going. But here's the thing. Uh, they were up at 70 to 4 at one point. Actually, it says here third quarter, so I don't know how they do it there. Uh, so she's up, se they're up 70 to 4. Now, I can see both sides of this. On one hand, I can see that these are kids. None of them are going to, uh, is it female? Was it women? 
Yes, it was yes, women. women. So uh, we know none of them are going to the NBA. How dare uh, uh, None of them are going to the WNBA. And so I could see where, yeah, you, you might want to be gentlemanly and under and let the, the kids off the hook, right? You're not going to beat them up. But here's the thing about uh, female basketball. Even when you get to the college level, there's, no, there's only so many really great female basketball players in this country. Sue me if you don't like hearing these words come out of my mouth. But there are only so many. And what happens in college is they all end up at maybe three schools. So in college, they try to have like a March Madness thing. But there's only three really good teams. Rutgers is one of them. I'll tell you about Rutgers. <laughs> Don Imus, we don't need to hear Hi. your ideas about Rutgers. All right, back but, to the farm channel. <laughs> that year, it was Rutgers. Isn't it usually Connecticut? Yep. Uh, I remember the Tennessee Baylor's, Vol- Baylor's been good lately. Yeah, Tennessee Vol- There's never more than like four teams that are really good. So if you go through the, uh, the female March Madness, until you get to the Final Four, it's blowouts like this all the time. Wait, you don't fill out your uh, your female March Madness Nobody uh, bracket? Nobody cares. I tell it's you coming up. It's next yeah, week. Uh, ESPN who try to pretend, that, oh, everybody cares about the female Final Four. Just like, no, they don't. Some office guy always wins the female oh, bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ever seen a bracket for the female? No, you haven't. Now, look, if you're related to them or, or you went to that school and you're proud, I understand that. Outside We're not of saying that, it's unimportant. No, no, I'm saying it's unimportant. Nobody cares. What is importance? Importance is well, it's not, it's, more it's people important care. To those people. Yes, I'm saying right. if if you if you have a daughter that's playing on one of these teams, mm-hmm. it's wildly important to you. If you're related to somebody, if you went to one of these schools and they're a powerhouse in women's basketball, you're proud of your school. I get that. Nobody else cares. And th- what I'm saying is, this is a problem in women's basketball all the way around. There are all kinds of blowouts because it happens the same way in high schools and states, right? They recruit and they get the, the well, they get the best, the seven and a half <laughs> best players in the state go to one high school. Everybody's gonna get mad at me now. Uh, by the way, I think it's great. I think that when uh, girls play team sports in high school, I think it helps them out throughout their life. You gotta remember, most boys don't go on to pro careers. In anything they do either, so I think it's good on that level. But we've been this weird, you know, thing that goes on now where ESPN, ESPN, who could not fake being interested in NASCAR, has no problem with a straight face in March pretending that you care as much about the female Final Four as you do about the real March Madness. Yes, and for this high school team too. I mean, we don't know how Massachusetts does its playoff seating. I mean, maybe it's. By the margin of victory, so that's why they kept the starters in to bring up the score. So that way, yeah, when, when the coaches seed the teams, they're like they get a better yeah, seed for the playoffs. There's two ways to look at it. You can be nice about it. <laughs> hey, I, if I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. <laughs> or, or you could uh, you could let your kids have fun and know how good they are, right? Yeah. Let them keep going. All right, we'll be back. Von Hessler at 9, Herman Kane, live at 11, New Times, every day on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, we don't have a lot of time. Very quickly, we were talking about the female uh, Final Four. Yes, last year in March Madness in the women's division, UConn defeated Albany 116-55, to and even greater disparity, Baylor 
beat Texas Southern 119 to 30. I'm telling you, there's only like four or five good teams. Yeah. They should just go right to the final four on the, on the on the ladies' side. Just go right to the final four. Otherwise, you get a lot of people being embarrassed. All right, one last story from WTF. I think that we heard Elton John for a reason. Yeah, Elton John uh, explained why he stormed off stage during his concert because a fan was rude and disruptive. Yeah, so this is in his Vegas shows. I guess mm-hmm. he has a residency there, so he keeps these shows every night. And on Saturday night, Saturday night's all right for fighting. He, I don't know why he gets this idea. He lets the crowd come up on stage. Big mistake. Because sooner or later, somebody's going to abuse that, right? And everybody's mad at Elton John for stomping off stage. But apparently there was a guy, and he was uh, putting his arms around. He was banging on the piano, and Elton told him mm-hmm. to stop. And he was nice. reaching over and touching the keys. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he was tickling the wrong ivories. He was being very disruptive, and I said... Stop it. And he, and he continued ah. to be annoying, so I left the show. I believe he came back later, but uh, he did leave the show. I, uh, You know what? Everybody wants to say that that's diva-like. No. I say go for it. Yeah. You know what? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Why do you Drunk have to be and in told? in Las Vegas? Uh, and they're yeah. from, like, yeah. Idaho? So it's his problem. <laughs> so hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> So really, he was kind of stupid to let anybody up on stage. Uh, that music says, quickly. Is this residency part of his farewell tour? No, I don't think so. Uh, but I hope not. I don't think so. All right, so uh, that music says we're about to go. We're going to do our podcast hour. How do people check in with us? They want to watch that podcast hour as it's being made. Well, they would go to the official Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook page. At about 11.08, we start the Facebook Live where you can watch us put together the podcast hour. Are you talking about the podcast hour that is brought to you by Mr. Mr. Mosquito Control? That I am. You go to mrmr.biz. Spring, summer on the way. Say goodbye, mosquitoes. Hello, yard. All right, that'll start about 11.08 if you want to join us there. If you can't catch us live, about 2.30 in the afternoon, we bundle the two radio hours with the podcast hour into one big podcast. That's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I had fun today. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Almost live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 3, the podcast hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine, begins now. I'm your host, Eric Von Hessler. Let's go round the horn. Tim Andrews is here. Hi. English Nick is here. Good day. Jared Yamamoto is here. Yeah. Autumn Fisher is here. I'm here. No Greg Russ today, huh? Good. He never texted. He never texted. Good. If he doesn't text, he's not in. That's right. Now, tomorrow, we don't need him. English Nick is going to be the producer of the program. Oh, so you'll have an even more handsome producer tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, luscious, <laughs> I would say. Ooh. Luscious Nick. <laughs> Steady, mate. That's what I would call you. Luscious Nick. You're getting me excited. Delicious Nick. Sensuous Nick. <laughs> I'm trying to think of N. I'm trying to do a. Kind of thing. Uh, no, naughty Nick. Naughty Nick. Naughty yeah. Nick. Oh, notorious. Notorious Nick. Nefarious. 
What was that nefarious. word? What was the M word you were, couldn't say yesterday? No. No, not no, my, no. I'm not miserly. You're not miserly. I'm not miserly. You are not miserly no, at no, all. No, no, I am very... Nincompoop. Uh, uh, I got a feeling we have problems because Jared's like typing on there. No, no, no. I'm actually... Uh, no, no, no. A- a- no, Eric Erickson no, no, no. Eric is texting back. I'm trying to see if he'll come on tomorrow. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. What are you doing over there, Jared? <laughs> No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm testing uh, Eric Erickson yeah, to see if he'll come on. <laughs> now, will he, if he comes on, will he be live in the studio? No, uh, he'll he probably be uh, via ISDN. Via, are they still use that? Yeah, they still do. Oh, the ISDN. What are you, above it? No, I just remember back <laughs> 20 years ago, that was the technology we used. Oh, I remember when I got my first ISDN. Am oh, I'm yeah. Oh. His, uh, and she's had two kids since. Took you weeks to get over that ISDN, didn't it? <laughs> Eric Erickson's interview last night with um, with Stacey Evans was really good. Now, was, was he good. He was in the, the live, live lounge. lounge? Yeah. So does he have an audience for those things? He does. But it's usually only like 10 or 15 people. It's only people Aww, that are politically uh, 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 astute. Uh, active, the word. yeah. Astute, yeah. Active. Astute. We had 15 people. Cute. I say astute. Wow. Autumn. Oh, Autumn's great. He could have filled the <laughs> joint if he wanted to. He wanted to have but you know what? politically astute you know what, people. He didn't. No, I understand that. You know that. who did? Devon Hessler doctor. But he's, he's done plenty of, he's done plenty of things. I love this. This is Autumn, you know, as... as as the guest that I want is agreeing to come on, <laughs> she will talk them out of it. Undermine I, I can't it. do Why? it, Eric. I don't like the broad on your show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Play that disclaimer. Uh, oh, I need to find it again. Oh, yeah. I don't have the disclaimer Plus, online. you know, Eric Erickson has done one like one a week for the last five weeks. Wait, hold on. Right? The views and opinions expressed on the Von Hessler Doctrine do not reflect the official policy or position of WSB. That's awesome. I said that, that. I did that all, all by myself super quick. Yeah. It's just one take. Listening to it right now makes me think it's sped up, but I think I did it. Uh, I don't know. Did you speed it up? Sped up. Sped up. Oh, okay, man. I was really proud of myself. (laughs) You should be proud of yourself. You're good at many things, Autumn. One thing you're not good at is being welcoming to guests. So let let us take care of that. Yeah. And not be braggadocious. Right this way, sir. Braggadocious. He said, update from Eric Erickson. He said, I will add it to my calendar right now. Thanks again for helping out earlier today. I'll see you tomorrow at 930. So 9.30 Georgia stuff. Well, the reason is because uh, I I don't know anything about the governor's race other than I don't like the front runner, Mm. Hillary Cagle. But so he's been having each one of these people that are running for governor. All I'm thinking about is the exercise now when you say that name. (laughs) It's Cagle, not Kegel. Oh. My first boss here, his last name was Cagle. Yeah, Hillary Kegel. That's a whole different thing. He has a vacant stare if you ever see some of those pictures. I want to be governor. (laughs) (laughs) I've been wanting to be governor for 20 years. It's like you're hypnotizing people, Mr. Kegel. Oh, I thought I was going to be governor eight years ago. I don't know where Nathan Deal come from. He does have this. My turn. You do that good, Eric. You do that. that Thank you. Dumbfounded look in all the pictures that he has. What? Or you know what I'm saying? Like his eye, maybe his glasses are too small for those big old eyes. I wave goodbye to 50,000 potential jobs from Amazon <laughs> to stand up for 13 people in the state of Georgia. <laughs> and I'm the front runner somehow. I don't know how. But. Is he the guy who didn't like the Delta thing too? Yeah. Uh, no, it turned out only 13. Did you hear that part of the story? After it was all over, they figured out that only 13 people had ever taken advantage of that NRA really? perk. Yeah. Bye bye, fifty thousand jobs. It was it was a discount to fly to the yeah the only thirteen people. Whatever, right? No, no, anything. Oh, it was an NRA oh. discount. They give discounts to different. You know, oh, okay. if you're in uh, 
you know, I don't know. Maybe they give a Planned Parenthood discount. I have no See, idea. If you have an American Express card, you get your bag checked for free. That's a, a perk that Delta has. Right. There's a little different perks. <laughs> right. But most people take advantage. I'll bet you thousands upon thousands of American Express card oh, holders have taken advantage. Of, they found out after all of this that uh, only 13 people had ever taken advantage of the... Uh, I bet that's because... But they, no, that doesn't matter. I've been here a long time. And it's my turn. It's my, my turn, turn. My turn. It's my turn. I guarantee that most NRA... NRA Card carrying members didn't know about that discount. They probably didn't, and if they don't like Delta, there's plenty of other uh, airlines they can fly on, and that's really the way you kind of work these things out mm-hmm. with your customers, and at least in a free market society. Um, but, uh, but what was I going to say? Eric Erickson, Cagle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's confirmed so at nine thirty. Who did he have last night? He had Stacey Evans. Now she's a Democrat. That's right. And so we got the primaries. This is not a jungle primary, right? Correct. So this is the Democrats are going to have their primary. Republicans are going to have. I believe their primary. it's May twenty third, but I'll double check. What do you okay. mean a jungle primary? A jungle primary is when uh, Democrats and Republicans are all thrown into one primary, <sighs> and the top two run against each other. Am I right about that? That's right. Yeah, we we just had one. I we think they one. only have two major candidates as well. Uh, yeah, they've got both the Stacys, yeah. Stacey Abrams and Stacey Evans. So this is my. Per- so you're saying that both of the potential <laughs> gubernatorial candidates that will be in the Democrat primary are both named Stacy. Yes. Well, I feel very confident in giving my prediction right here. Stacey's going to win. Well, the Democrat that runs against a Republican, that Democrat's name is going to be Stacey. Huh. You could take this. I don't care. You can play this back to me. I'm telling you right now. You might be wrong. You've been right, wrong before, right. but not very 11, often. 11, 15, 3, 6, 2018. Eric Von Hessler Go said that's the right. Democrat- Put it in the mail and okay. mail yeah. it to yourself right. so you have like a Seal little timestamp. In 20 years. Bury it in a mayonnaise jar. Right. The Democrat <laughs> that will run for governor this year's <laughs> name is Stacy. 11, 15. I don't think they have a, a man running. Or a, a male person running. A male person? Like a carrier? A male No, no, no. Carrier? A person of male <laughs> descent? Um, uh, 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 just say a man. I don't know how to say it now <laughs> say anymore. a man. I saw a, a couple guy. of male persons on the way in this morning. A dude, perhaps. Because sometimes women become men and then they're men. I understand that. It's very difficult these days oh, to know relax. what's just what. Just call the men, and if they correct you, then Slap you just em. use that. Look, no. RuPaul is having trouble. Oh, you know what? You told me the story what? earlier. What happened? RuPaul's in trouble. May 22nd is the well, May 22nd. That's right. Just a few days before I turn 54. How about that? And then the drinking game will change. Eric will say he's 54. <laughs> Mark that on your calendars. Okay. Right. Tell Eric Erickson to put that on his 16. calendar. Man, your plate having smoke to take it. a lot of notes today. Hey, don't get sassy with me. I had to correct. Harrison. I had to correct somebody on the two plus two equals four the other day. Because they that? somebody on the two plus two equals four. You actually go to that, or people just yeah, argue I, I and bri- scream no, at each other it because they have interesting. That's comments. not what happens. Right, Some of them have you. very positive things to say about the show. And Some the of them, on it. yeah. Some of them. But anyway, not this... anymore, Eric. I fixed that. Oh, because you delete anybody who. No, I don't delete anyone. Anybody who says anything bad. I just had anyone. I just told everyone to reel it in a little bit, and everything's been fine since. I told Putin to knock it off. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anyway, as our friend Mr. Honey would say. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. There was a guy who took a picture of a number, a license plate. Yeah, number plates they call them in England. Number plate, license plate, a plate with numbers. Yeah, trolley plate. Trolley. That's not a trolley plate. (laughs) It is a shopping trolley. You don't get a shopping cart. You get a shopping trolley. Is one of the wheels always messed up like here? (laughs) Which my dad said was a nightmare this week because they've been going through bad weather in England. Really? Oh yeah. And he said, well, the snow had come and gone. There was still some snow on the ground, but everybody could get around. But at Tesco's. 
Tesco's is like all uh, the trolleys were being used because people were buying up all the milk yeah. and stuff because they thought it was more Tesco, which to me sounds like a Pet Boys kind of place. Like I would no, think it'd be don't. automotive. No, it's oil like uh, it's like Kroger or. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly like Kroger, but a bit more fancy. If you prank them and ask them to go look for items on the shelf, they will go look for it and come back <laughs> at least five is times. Is that the store we called over at the yeah. uh, the old station? Yeah. The red guys? Yeah. Anyway, the license plate said EVH is 54, I believe, or something like that. Really? And he said, Not want, true yet. He said, I want one of these. I said, Hang on, pay attention. He's only 53. Yeah. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. And I said, No drinking game for you, sir. That's right. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for, for looking uh, out, keeping them on their toes. That two plus two equals four crowd, they get wild. Oh, they're nuts. They get wild. <laughs> yeah. They think they can just say anything at all, like it's some sort of free freedom of some sort. we got to talk about the Russian the Russian spy spat. thing, too, in England. Because my, my parents were at the hospital yesterday morning. The hospital, well, a lot of people don't know about down. this story because it's America and it's going on in Russia. I mean, it's going on in England. So people don't know what it is. But there's and it's kind of complicated. So yeah, it is. Let me just say, this, this is happening near Caroline and Ivan? Yeah, Salisbury and Wiltshire. Ooh. Twenty about twenty miles from my parents' place. I love their hill and their steak. They got a great cathedral in Salisbury too. <laughs> um, so, but that hill is not near Salisbury. Oh. That's Salisbury, Salisbury hill Hill's near not... Bath. Oh, that's near okay. Bath. Where that's Peter, where Gabriel lives. He Gabriel lives near lives. Bath. He's got a studio there. He needs World. to take a bath. If you ask me. Yeah, he's a stinky old man. So, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So, uh, um, so uh, years ago, there was a, a Russian colonel. Yes. And he apparently was a spy. The He was being paid by England the whole time. Sergei Skripal. Sergei, I would think. Or Sergei Skripal. 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 You know, he's hey. Russian. Skripal. Sergei Russian guy. And uh, so he was a colonel, and it turned out that he was an English spy. The English England was paying him for years. He, was, he got found out, and he was jailed. But there was some kind of swap between spies mm-hmm. between the U.S., and and uh, Russia and England was involved as well, and somehow this dude ended up being swapped out. Yep, we, we sent their spies. They they sent the West some spies, and that was back in like 2010. So yesterday, or probably the day before now, this guy who's in his 60s, right? He's 66, and he was out with his daughter Yulia, who's in her 30s, and they were on a bench. That's his daughter. Yeah, they, so they were on a bench Sunday evening. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, and they were collapsed. They unconscious. were like unconscious, and so now. Now they're in this hospital. They're it's in probably the ER. causing all kinds of problems for your parents yeah. or anybody around there because it's a big international incident. But Putin has had people killed before, mm-hmm. and it looks like it might be one of these, like that brother of Kim Jong-un. You know, like somehow somebody came along. Slipped him something. Got some kind of mm-hmm. agent or something on them, but we don't know yet. And uh, Vladimir Putin has said that they're going to cooperate and try to help out all they we can. We will help our friends in England to, to get to the bottom of this heinous crime. You know, Boris Johnson today made a statement. Which sounds saying, like a Russian name, and no, but he, Boris Johnson no is an English guy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Boris has said that the UK would respond robustly to any evidence of Russian involvement in the collapse of former spy Sergei. So that's the whole thing, is Russia, Russia has been involved in stuff like this all over the place. Mm-hmm. Russia goes and kills you eventually. They have, they're the, like, um, well, it's like the Mossad for Israel. Oh, yeah. Like, you're never, if, if you're on their list, just because you've been walking for 17 years, doesn't mean that ain't going to come to an end when you go to do your laundry today. You usually don't find out about it either. Well, yeah, because they're more secretive. Yeah. Well, so is Russia, too. And they figured out how to do it so that you can't see that it's Russia. I think you I have audio of Boris, if you want it. Boris? Boris. Boris. Boris Johnson. I don't need Russian. I don't need him. You don't need him? No, I, I told the story pretty well. 
police together with partner <laughs> agencies are now investigating. Oh no, oh. investigating. Police together with partner agencies what? are now investigating. You're on a loop. Honourable members will note the no. echoes of the death of Alexander Litvinenko in 2006. Six. And, and while it would be wrong to prejudge the investigation, I can reassure Russia the House that. that should evidence that. emerge that implies state responsibility, then Her Majesty's government will respond appropriately and robustly. Robustly. Hey, Eric, you should explain to the people watching what you're doing when you're like Well, waiting. we have a tour yeah. group going by, and a lot and of that, times, it's, uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, there you go, you have somebody with some life I like, who's waving. Life. And, and, all right, exactly. Usually these teenagers come through, and they can't mm. even be bothered to stop looking at their phones. We should screw up the tour and just tour. wave them back from the traffic room. <laughs> no, come no, it's all, right. <laughs> it's all right. So, uh, so yeah, the, yeah, so Russia has a... Uh, has a history of doing this, and these two people are just collapsed on a bench. And so that's, this is how close to your parents? About 20 miles away, Salisbury. Is and it's, a, it's a major hospital. So my mom, she was there yesterday getting a heart monitor fitted for 24 hours. While all this goes and then on. She, well, th they brought him in Sunday evening. But for some reason, they brought him in Sunday evening. <laughs> but they hadn't closed it down until after she... I guess it was going on while she was there. She had no idea. Because right. she wasn't in the ER part right. of the hospital. Right. She was in the heart part. So this is very close to where your parents live. This, mm -hmm. is, this is, and I have to ask. Yeah. Um, have your parents ever been affiliated with the Russian government at all? Or? I do not believe yeah. so. Okay. I, ha I have a cousin. Yeah. Who, uh, when you he know. was in university, he's a bit older than me. I think he's in his sixties now. Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny that people who are a bit older than yeah. us are in their sixties? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Jimmy, my cousin Jimmy, when he was in uh, university. Yeah. I can't remember if he went to Oxford or Cambridge, but oh, very smart, smart, smart guy. Smart dude. How did it work out for him, though? Sometimes in England, they, they, the, the smart guys end up, you know, just collecting newspapers. Well, he was very <laughs> into the whole communist thing, I believe, as a kid, uh, as a, a student. Oh, we may be zeroing in. But Bar when he, get Boris Johnson on the phone. When he left right? school, when he left university, he uh -huh. actually he ended up buying into some big book uh, warehouse in London. Yeah. Because he wanted to distribute, distribute a socialist No, but materials. here's the thing. When he got involved, he realized that that kind of material was losing that company a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So he got rid of all of that. Really? And yeah, so he became a completely, he, his beliefs changed as he, he got older. Is he a capitalist now? I would have to think or so, Or he would want us to think. But his daughter. that would be the best cover for a Russian spy. His daughter does a lot of great, she's a journalist, does some writing for The Independent in London. The and, Independent, uh, like yeah, the, and she does see, a lot of a real a lot of uh, social leaning they, pieces. Oh, she's uh, she's into the whole collective and the left right. again. Uh, the we Seems have very smart though. Uh, do we just, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Let's make up a name. No, no, no. Uh, no, uh, I, no, no I don't want to hear it because we might make fun. Okay. Uh, so uh, we have her here. Uh, she's a nice English bird. She likes to write about socialism. She's not even listening to us. Look at her. Look at her. She's not even listening to us. She's not even. She's not even listening she's to the show. She's a vapid. She's not listening to the show. Why? Why do you even bother? Are you getting paid for this hour? I'm reading about RuPaul. Oh, for heaven's sake! <laughs> you guys are talking about Russians. I know, like... but I I set you up for a really good character, and you have no idea. You have no Sorry. idea. I was getting you ready missed... for the RuPaul stuff. Oh, I'm not going to go there now. Go back. I'm not going to. Uh, no, no. I had a good. Good character for you and everything. That's Always her. thinking about how to. That's her. Oh, oh, yeah. She's definitely a socialist. Oh, stop. She's definitely. <laughs> I can tell. She loves the Kremlin. It's fine, I guess. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not that. Character. She interviewed. Oh. One of her last interviews, Noam Chomsky. 
Noam Chomsky. Oh, my God. Shave him. Your Noam favorite. Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Don't say Noam Chomsky Nick, to me. why'd you get him started? Well, my cousin's kid no, interviewed him. No, well, yeah, because she... Because, do you know that Noam... Because she's a linguist? No, no. Oh. Hey, uh, hey, Goofy. Me? Yeah. You. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, huh? Do you have any idea who Noam Chomsky is? Uh, Just say no. I mean, I've read some of his stuff before. I've uh, read modern you? political thought. I'm he right. is the reason... <laughs> He is the reason for everything that's going on now. Everything that you call political correctness is from Noam Chomsky because he was a linguist, and then he's the one who started saying, I'm so smart about language, I can tell you what they're really saying. And that's where dog whistles and political correctness, and it all starts with this guy. Nobody knows who the hell he is, and he's been, he must be 900 years At old. At least. I mean, he's been around for, I think he started going political in the late 50s or early 60s. He did his great linguist work in the late 40s and early 50s, I think. But nobody knows this guy's name, and he is the, he is the one. He kicked off the football yep. that leads to all of this stuff about language, and you can't say that. What they're talking about basically happening in Iraq is President Bush is talking about weapons of mass destruction. We need to break down what they're talking Ooh, about. Weapons. What is the weapon? Is it yeah, the culture? The, is it the, uh, the implicit racism? Uh, and when you have uh, in, uh, corporate uh, this and that. Hey, Noam Chomsky, what do you think about RuPaul? I think that uh, when you approach RuPaul and uh, intersexualism in the trans community versus the uh, drag uh, community, and that drags would be uh, any number of people, whether straight or homosexual, and they really cross the line when it comes to uh, cisgender normative behavior. How come you sound just like Carl Sagan? Because I don't know what Norm Chomsky sounds like. <laughs> I'm You've looked at billions and billions of words. I've looked at billions. Do you want me to pull up some Norm? I think it's, it's relatively no, close. I it's think. not Norm. It's Noam. Noam. All right. Anyway, uh, let Autumn do. I'll that. know him when I see him. Uh, hey! hey. hey. <laughs> don't say I've lost it. The worst <laughs> hour of the show. Ever. <laughs> no, that was all the hours of the show yesterday. How were the two hours? How were the two hours show. of the radio show today? They were fine. Okay. They were fantastic. You want to know why? Because I didn't have people around me crashing every Throwing damn bricks. premise. I kept all my one-liners to myself. Yeah, thank you. Do them on Radio Labyrinth. You've got your own show. I you're leave here that to, to them. I let the funny people be funny. Oh, I don't do that. I take over my show. No matter, even though I'm the least funny guy. Uh, Autumn, I know. On Radio Labyrinth, Autumn talks about... I don't know, just really sexually graphic stuff. What's on Radio Labyrinth this week? Not family, not family friendly. Greg Russ is the star of the show this and what's week. What's the subject matter? All sorts of things. Oh, it's okay. a labyrinth. Does he swear a lot when the lab? No, too? he didn't swear very much. No, well. he's a good kid. Yeah. Not like Autumn. I foul you mouth. swear a lot too. I don't swear a lot. You yeah, swear a lot. I heard you at that lunch. That is full of cursing and what lunch? Oh, when we went we to had... Manuals after the thing on Friday? That should have been the podcast. When that you were afraid, we had should have been the podcast. You were afraid to be left alone with Jared Yamamoto? Mm. No, as he I wasn't was, afraid. As was he, he was looking at your boobs? What do was you he call drinking? It? What do you call it? Pre-gaming? What, were you, what do you call it? Because you were yeah. going to something else. Yeah. How'd that go, by the way? He was going to, uh, what were you telling me? My inter- the internet guy came. He gave me a window of three and a half hours. No, but you went to a party. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah, I did. I what? wasn't asking you about your internet yeah, guy. Was, that's he why was, I had to leave, though. I would have stayed with Autumn longer. Context. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> he was pre-gaming hey. for the the, the, uh, yeah, the internet guy. It's irresponsible yeah. to allow him to have that bell. That's your no. bell. Excuse, Excuse me. Yeah, give the bell. Back. Give the bell back, mate. You're, you're no Scott Slade. 
You got I knew Scott Slade. I worked for Scott Slade. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, Jared, you know Scott Slade. <laughs> is that your Lloyd Benson? Ain't nobody else does that. Nah, he's yeah. been done Lloyd Benson since 1988. Who <laughs> right. was Lloyd Benson? The oh. man for vice president. He was he secretary was, of treasury uh, under Clinton. He was Dukakis's. Uh, Excuse me? Dukakis's. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was Michael Dukakis's. Oh, for Vice President. Oh, sake. wow. No, no here's why. You're going to produce no. my show tomorrow? Here's, and you don't even know to turn off your no, damn phone? It was turned off. I turned it up so we could listen to Boris Johnson. Oh, that was Boris. worth it. That was worth it. That was the best part of the show. Robustly. We almost found <laughs> robustly. So you were going to a party of some kind. Yeah, I had, so I had a, a buddy. Was, like was it called BroFest 2018? <laughs> I'm being safe. He's a fan of the show. I know. Well, that's good. But he, I mean, he, his buddies you, are. De- it's definitely an extension of college. He was in a yeah. frat in college. And Did his, anybody say dilly dilly? Uh, oh, no, God. nobody said dilly dilly this time. But it was the worst. Too, too, I was thinking about that afterwards. I'm like, people may I interject mean? with yes. something I saw? I think from this party. Did on... you just cut off Autumn when she was yeah. in the middle? No, of I didn't mean to. Well, I know, but you do it a lot. I'm beginning uh, to wonder. If hold on. Ha- okay. If you hate women, no, of course I don't. Do hate you hate women, or you just hate just like Trump says, he loves, he respects women. He loves women. We'll bring Autumn. I love them all. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. Finish your point. I'm sorry. I don't even know. I, just, I hate that people... I hate to think dilly that dilly. people... You just did it again. <laughs> no, I'm reminded of what she was saying. She already I knew. knew. Okay, I thought she forgot. All right. Please like, note that I'm sitting here quietly. What a misogynist. Are they all like this in England? Oh, anyway, yeah. Probably. Get in the kitchen, put the kettle on, and get me some chips. <laughs> so you hate... Hey, turn the telly on. You hate... I hate that people... I hate... To think that people actually have taken that and made it a thing that they like to do. Like a, like at a, a toast, dilly dilly. I hate that I had you know to what? Uber all the way to Brookhaven to go oh. celebrate with these people. Oh, what a nightmare, uh, It was. <laughs> it's <was laughs> the out there. It's <laughs> the ponies up there in Brookhaven. Oh, rednecks. And no, it's oh not even God. that. It's just so plain. And I mean, listen, oh, I, I, wow. get, I get why people live in Brookhaven because they feel it's oh. safe, but it's just very... Yeah, they don't want to be it's robbed not, every week. Yeah, it's not, safety it's safety <laughs> cannot be overrated. Can I tell you that? Safety there cannot be overrated. Nothing. Hit that disclaimer. There is Hit that disclaimer. Jared's Tex MacGyver over there. Sorry. Do not reflect the official policy or position of WSB. There's just nothing. Tex MacGyver's driving through Buckhead and yeah. he takes his gun out because he was in a yeah, bad neighborhood. Yeah, my people are That's what he says. Yeah, Buckhead. What a bad. <gasps> oh, he says there was a Black Lives Matter thing going on at the a same rally. time. Known for their violence. Oh, yeah. Buckhead. Yeah, it's very. Uh, did this happen at night yeah. or in the day? I don't uh, even know. The, I've been ignoring this Tex MacGyver case too much. I think it's now it's on us. But I don't believe him. I don't either. I mean, why do you have... He, he shoots... It was an accident. But here's the thing, though. On her deathbed, she said it was an accident. How does she know? She was in the front seat. And she took him out of her will, so, you know, there's no motive, I guess. Well, no, that will wasn't known yet. Ah. I think. Don't, you know, if you're going to be a member of the jury, don't listen to me. Well, I'll watch it on ID Discovery. What? Tex MacGyver, he was a big-time lawyer, wasn't he? Yes. So was he one of these guys who was a famous lawyer who would take he cases? Was pretty, he was stuff? very well known in the Atlanta area. Yeah. And the issue is is that when this case happened where I guess he drove over a speed bump and accidentally- No, no, he wasn't driving. You get everything wrong, Jerry. Uh, but You're he, just like my wife. You but get the, everything wrong. He, he was, wasn't driving. He was sitting in the back seat he, and yes, went over a speed bump in a supposedly in a bad neighborhood, which was really by Piedmont Park. It was not that bad. Went over a speed bump and accidentally shot his wife. And they're trying to. The, he says the prosecutors can't get into his files because he was a uh, an attorney before, right. and those files are protected 
because right. those are his clients. But let's look at what what we what we have here. He's in the back seat. His wife falls asleep, I think, in the front seat. Somebody else is driving. And, yeah, he says there was a speed bump. He says he had his gun out because it was a bad neighborhood. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter rally was going on or whatever. And, yeah, he says he went over a speed bump. The gun discharged, went through the front seat, and killed his wife. Meanwhile, he was told he was out on bond because at first they didn't have him in there for murder. They had him in there for something else, reckless, whatever. Yeah. Then over time, they came to believe, I think because of this Will situation, that he had a reason. But isn't he older? I mean, it's not like he's a young dude. No, he's old. Here's the thing. How fast have you got to be going over a speed bump for the trigger to actually get pulled on a gun? Yeah, yeah, I mean, how scared was he of the Black Lives Matter? He had his hand right on the heart. He had the safety off and his finger on the trigger. Right, hair trigger at that, if that's the case. The other thing that's weird, too, is that after he shot his wife, instead of going to Grady, which was the closer hospital, he ended up taking her to Pill Hill. Well, the other person was was driving, right? Right. So that's so that's the other. Well, maybe part he had that's one weird. of those punch cards where every you know, every time you yeah get, he was in for a free <laughs> like, he wanted the free. I don't visit. know if you get yeah, shot near Piedmont Park, you could go to Northside Hospital or Piedmont. Right They're closer. There. But Grady is for trauma. Like exactly. Grady, Grady would have been right. the place to go for him. I think you would just go to the first place you could. Of course, yeah. you're not like Yelp the best hospital for trauma. <laughs> uh, I don't have any insurance. Which hospital should I go to? Uh, well, Star in Kennesaw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to the, I like. I know a doctor. C- it's, yeah, it's too late. The CVS. Uh, uh, we better go to Rome. You know, let's start. Yeah, let's start the CVS Wellness Center. We'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> the uh, Medic Clinic. Y'all gonna want to go down to Grady? <laughs> oh, he's bleeding now. <laughs> so, y'all ain't gonna make it. <laughs> so this has been. I mean, Band-Aids are on aisle seven A. So now, what are they doing now? Now they're doing the jury selection. That's right. And that's gonna but it's going to be tough because they're going to have to pull from somewhere else. Pretty much, I think most people know. Who well, Tex people is. pay attention. That's the thing about juries. You got to go find the dumbest people. <laughs> they have no idea. They never listen to the news. A jury how are you going to get a, who don't pay no attention? How are you going to yeah. get an African American on there? You know, and and say, well, he was afraid of. Well, that's right. Black Lives Matter. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Because that would make me mad. I'm like, what are you talking now, about? I don't know. If you're if you're was there any violence somewhere else? If I was a defense lawyer, I would bring up. Like maybe a news. Remember that was the summer of protest, right? And uh, well, I don't know if it was the summer. But or not, here, but nothing time. ever happened. No, right? But I mean, he could have read. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, it's not going to fly well. You'd have to. You want to find a very conservative black person. Mm-hmm. Need Herman Cain on the, on the jury. Yeah, <laughs> guilty. The, the, yeah, the black person on the jury is like, I understand. We can be pretty scary sometimes <laughs> to white people. I get it. Ben Carson, yeah, like that's get Ben Carson. I, look. When I was examining this case, uh, after all this testimony, yes, sir, we only have like a three hours to Can think you that maybe Mr. MacGyver yeah. was really trying to build some sort of robot out of the gun <laughs> that would save him from the throngs of angry African American people. That's understandable, right? And all he had was a screwdriver, a martini glass, and of course his gun. MacGyver. MacGyver. Ah, very good. So I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I remember. I, I, I thought at first the guy's probably innocent, but then the more you look at it, 
But why would he want to kill his wife? He's like already in his 70s. That's what I'm saying. I mean, going, why would he? I'm going to get Maybe free. I'm <laughs> 72 <laughs> years old. I'll tell you what. Boy, for the next four or five years that I'm actually ambulatory, I'm going to be free. Who was driving? So there's a witness right there, but who was yeah. he? Renee, Renee makes a good point. She says it will be interesting to hear what the driver has to say yeah. on the yeah. story. And then Renee also said that Autumn looks very nice today. Oh. Oh. She's clammed it up a Is bit. Is Renee a girl or a boy? Uh, I'm assuming she identifies as a woman. Merci, Renee. Wow. Wow. That is Merci very French, Renee. that top you're wearing. Oh, kind of. Oh, yeah. She's mm. like a... She's Renee's like, French. She's like a sailor. So anyway, let's talk about why France decided to raise the... Uh... Hey, real quick. <laughs> real quick. Before we get off of Brookhaven and Jared's party. Yeah. I saw a video post. We haven't post. even gotten to his party. I know. I saw a video post. From that party, I believe. And yeah. I think it might I have been your girlfriend. Oh, we're guys and going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chuck, no. Chuck, all the Chuck, girls, were, all Chuck. the girls were very excited because I believe the birthday boy was wearing this top that was way too small for him. Yeah. So his midriff was showing. Yeah. So he lost a bet. We were all playing. Uh, uh-huh. uh we were all playing flip cup, and his oh, team. God. And okay. His anyway, team. <laughs> all right. That's all right. All we, it's all we need to know. And his team lost. So Keep he was playing it, kids. <laughs> you know what? When you're 38 and 10 more years. You should still get together and play flip cup. No, we play cornhole. Cornhole, man. Don't knock it to you try. Flip cup is actually a lot of fun. Hey, you know if what? If you have a big group of like 10 to 15 people, oh, it could be a lot yeah, of fun. It's Even great. more than that, 20 people can you know be what? fun. You know what? I can just drink. I don't have to pretend. Why? We'll have just a play thing. a game. Just drink. Is that be the game where you throw the ping pong at the no, that's beer pong? Flip cup is where you take the cup. Flip cup is you try to My new favorite is you take the Roomba back. The automatic Roomba robot vacuum. Yeah. Stick it on a table with the cups on top. Oh, and yeah. then it moves around, but it won't go off the table because right. of the sensors. Right. So it's harder to get the pong, the pong, ping pong balls. Oh, you've taken it up Check a notch. your yeah. privilege with your Roomba. Yeah. We well, don't, I don't yes. play it. Everybody doesn't it. have that. If I had a Roomba, it would break down in half a day because of all the dog hair. I, I hate it. I had that's one. I hate it. I don't go to your house. <laughs> it scared the cat. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Well, that's good. Some cats ride it. I've seen viral videos of cats riding Roombas. Those are probably silent Roombas. So, uh, but then we went out to the bucket bars, which again, the bucket oh. bars are fine, but oh. it's just not my favorite. It's I, I would Gross much rather would would much rather much rather go to the Highlands or much rather go to, to a Midtown. Your friends than, need to grow up. Well, listen, th- Get out, you're not in the fraternity anymore. Hey, I got some news for you. your friend. He watches the show. He's a fan. Yeah, he I got news for you. Show. I got news for you. Your frat brothers. It turns out they're not frat brothers for life. They don't care. They don't care. They, saw they don't the care about up you. In their house, you know, they do they really? They saw, they saw the paddles up in their house, and they've got the the flags no. from their universities. No. The, Yo, it Yo, is remarkable. sixty years old. It is What's school? What's the name? What's the um, name? We've got uh, we've got friends from two two brothers from Tennessee. Uh, one from, one from West like, Georgia. They'll be like sixty-eight years old. Georgia Southern. I have a friend. I have a friend. It's like they're brothers. He's still he's in his sixties. He still talks about Auburn like he's in school there. Well, I mean, come on, you, you don't want to move peak. on. There's certain you periods of your peak. life. Here's Glory the thing: I, I, I do I do give them credit though. The fact that they've lived in this house and they're they're, they're all turning like 28, 29 years old. What they all live together in a house for four or five? Yeah, it's like a frat house. They can't it. they like can't a, give it up. It's like that. That's that what movie. I'm saying. They all have girlfriends now, but the girlfriends haven't pulled them out of that situation yet, which I think is pretty impressive. The girlfriends they, haven't done it. Have it's pretty impressive. Well, what, 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 what you're saying, what you're saying is, what you're saying is, it's pretty impressive that they've been able to hold on to their childhood. <laughs> it's the Will Ferrell <laughs> movie. It's the Will Ferrell movie come They're to life, fun. old school. I know, yeah. Eric, that you, dis- <laughs> you guys disagree with their lifestyle, but I, I do think it's remarkable life. that most frat boys, when they when they get into the adulthood and they start getting their big boy jobs in the city, they yeah. they boy settle jobs. down. They settle down really quickly. That's generally the trend for. And these guys, you're giving them. You're saying. 
they deserve credit if yeah. they decided not to grow and up. I'm very grateful they invited yeah. me to the Atlanta Go United game with them this weekend. They have decided so really not to grow up. They're going to continue to live their lives like frat boys. Dude, you look good until in that midriff, 90. dude. Your midriff looks good, dude. Dilly, dilly. Oh, it's because he dilly, lost dilly. the bet. Dilly, dilly, midriff, There's dude. Context, dude. Oh, context. Go Vols. Yeah, Go Vols, like, dude. That's like uh, Go Vols. that's like radio personalities betting each other about who's going to win the championship. <laughs> and we'll send you a bunch of peaches from Georgia. <laughs> That happens. That happens. Yeah, exactly. What was the bet? So the bet was that his team would beat her team in Flip Cup because you have what you call the anchor. The anchor is the last person to go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it yeah. came down to the wire. It was probably 10 oh. on 10, so 20 people playing. It came, came down, down to the wire. Came, should have televised it, it, this it, match. It, it came, God, forbid, <laughs> God, for, God forbid you guys just get together the, and have good, interesting conversation. Well, when the music's loud, it's tight, kind of hard to... Uh, oh, is it all that EDM crap? They, they don't like it. <laughs> no, they're, they're more into the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're more oh, into put on that Luke Bryan! Yeah, exactly. Modern, modern Bro! Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, Al. Yeah. I was, I, I, see, when I'm drinking like that, I Let's stay up all night. Come on. Darius Rucker, he's black, but I like him. Yeah, right on, bro. Come on, bro. Hit school. that disclaimer oh. again. Hit that disclaimer. We listen to music, but we're really not music lovers. It's just an, it's sort of an extension of our lifestyle, bro. Hootie and the Blowfish. Whoa, man. Those are some bros, man. Wow. They were some bros. The expressed on the Von Hessler Doctrine do not reflect the official policy or position of WSB. Hey, bro. Except the ones about Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have playing? Eric, <laughs> Eric Church or uh, Luke Bryan? I, don't, I can't tell the difference. I don't even know if they're, they're the same person, aren't they? Hey, man, put that Flower to Georgia Lions song on repeat. So, in short, yeah. next time you guys are going to come with me to the house uh, up in Brookhaven, right? I'm going to go with a Why bunch not? of grown uh, man children. Man children. What? What's Male persons. Get? What's wrong with having fun in your youth? You had a, no, the, the, you, got, you have fun for every age of children. For instance, for instance, when I was eight years old, I would have fun by uh, like going uh, and write playing, a novel. playing a k- kickball in the neighborhood. I don't do that now. Why not? Because it's be stupid. There, there's Go gather up all the young boys. <laughs> oh, no hey, can Johnny come out to play? <laughs> yeah. that's a, Here's another thing I don't do at 53. I don't knock on anyone's door and ask them if uh, if somebody can come out and play. <laughs> and I used to do that. I used to do Why that. Why not? I do that with my neighbor. It's like, hey, you want to come over? You want to no, get something but you don't eat? say, can so-and-so come out to play? It's basically the same you thing. Ask he's the asking, parents. His, he's I, asking you that person's girlfriend yeah. if so-and-so can come oh, out Oh, can so-and-so come out to that, play? Yeah, well, you definitely have those cases. Not all cases, but there Jeremy, are some. Jeremy, have you taken out the trash? Let me Mom. tell you Let me tell you what's never happened you in history. You walk the dog, Jeremy? What's never happened in history is that a uh, a person in their late 20s, still living as if they're in a frat house, has come up with a new, say, theory in physics that wowed everybody. That's never happened. They might have invented it's a never really, happened in history. They might have invented a really good app. He met, There's no science frats, though. I mean, the nerdy frats. That's true. That's there the, are. Yeah, those guys grew you're, up. You're very anti-frat. Those I'm, guys, I'm being careful with this because they're, they're I good am people. Anti-frat. The fans of the show. Oh, good for them. I'm glad that they're fans of the show. Yeah. But you know, the part, the weak part of their personality is that part where the, where the frat has a hold. That's a known fact. Frat hold. It's like me saying that everybody's dumbest time of their life is when they were a teenager. It's nothing against you. 
It's just that even Einstein, Fact. if you ask him, what was the dumbest part of your life? He said, well, I was 16 years old. I was an idiot. I was in a frat, Jared. I know. And, um, you were in a party. We were, oh, yeah. We didn't care about any of the brotherhood. <laughs> I mean, some of them did, but we made fun of them mercilessly. And we just drank and hooked up. That was it. See? Well, that's basically what that's they basically do. What they Except do you did that when you were 21, right? You were in a college. Oh, yeah. As soon as I left college, I didn't care yeah, about any of You move on with your life. You don't you idolize that time because yeah. you move on from it. No, I you got to tell. I think it's important. it's important to, as you grow up, to move on from things from your past. Because they're not too far. Yeah. They need to tell them they're not too far from appearing pathetic. At 28 or so, they're yeah. still in the zone. They're on the border. But they may not know when the zone is over. Because if you're still acting like that when you're 34 or 35, you're going to freak out when the first girl goes, ew. Yeah, like you're this so is not old. Cool. You think this is cool? Freak you I out. I think all five, all five of them. All five of them. All five of them have have steady girlfriends. And no, no, it's this not nonsense? about. Yeah. It's, it's not and, about being able to function in your life necessarily. And, and it's think, about the activities in your life yes. being less or more appealing. Need and when you're reflect. younger, those types of things are more appealing because you're sort of like yeah. flexing your muscle of independence. If you're really psyched about playing uh, flip cup, <laughs> thanks, mom. At, when you're when you're pushing yeah, thirty, you get a little buzz. It's fun, fun to play. I went to a frat party uh, an alumni weekend. I think in the late '90s, mid to late '90s. I was 25. 26 years old get in there and i'm down in the basement there's two or three brothers i remember everybody's new all these girls there and of course they're all hot they're hotter than when you were there because they're younger yeah and you get a little drunk and you start acting like you did when you're in fraternity and i realized then this is a mistake yeah they don't care about me this is just yeah. a waste of time yeah but they're not again in their late 30s they're having fun i was in my late 20s and it was ridiculously it's like i don't belong here but the girlfriends are the same about... age as these guys right yeah the girl well yeah. maybe a couple of years in her but not too much but yes yeah, so has something to say on this subject what we're talking about is having limits in your life as a teenager yes. and then in early in college and then you get into college and you join a frat and then all of a sudden you have sort of the only uh, you're only responsible for yourself. And so, like I said, you kind of flex that muscle of independence. You go crazy. Like, yeah, like I can have as much beer as I want because no one's there to tell me no. And then you start going through that. And then once you've done that enough, yeah, you end up starting to drink responsibly because you don't feel like you can't. Maturity says I have to police myself. Right. Now like, I have to be the one to tell myself to stop. Right. It turns out I know my limits and I don't like getting that drunk anymore. And so right. it's strange what Eric is saying. It's strange when someone has been out of college for that length of time and is still sort of reaching back to like, nobody can tell me what to do. I'm going to drink and party and do these things as much as I want. When and, really, and, you kind of like, it loses interest. After and don't forget. I mean, and don't I'm forget. I'm off my diet and I can eat as much cheesecake as I want. Yeah. And now I don't want cheesecake. And also, anymore. don't forget anybody who is. Playing Luke Bryan at a party, somewhere something went wrong. Well, listen, there can be no doubt about it's that. It's good to have it's good to have friends. Have I wouldn't stay taste. in a place. I don't agree with my friends. Don't call that uh, taste. Well, it is taste. Some Luke people, Bryan some people like taste. Luke Bryan. Some no, people like that. No, they just don't know better. You just don't like they, Luke no, Bryan. No, they just don't know what good music sounds like. They think they might, they they might think, have other no, tastes. Hold on, they think music is an extension of their lifestyle. <laughs> They wouldn't think of that like movies. We're only going to go see movies where bros are with bro. No, but they think of music as as wallpaper 
to their lifestyle. They don't know what good music is. Well, I think there's, there's no way that they do. Nobody who knows good music. <laughs> I'm defending puts them way Luke too much. Brian uh, at a damn party. That's impossible. It, it's, I'll flip my lip for a go playing flip cup. That's right. Say, flipping, mm. Oh, it's a song about the activities <laughs> that I like to do. That makes it a good song. Johnny got drunk, so does Midrash. You know what I like? I like girls in jeans and we're drinking beer, and that's an extension of me. <laughs> and that makes good music. You're she making, look you're, mighty fine and then bedazzled jeans. <laughs> you're making this assumption. Not Where'd knowing, my Jake case? Not knowing what they listen to during the day. Like, they might have great musical oh. taste during the day, but it, when you're at a party, it's different because you are trying to socialize and you are trying to do well, everybody other things. I don't play crappy music at my party. Well, that's you think it's crappy music. They they like no, it. No, but you're saying during no, the day crappy. they listen to something good, and then during a party, they maybe listen to I, this, I'm so saying that's a I, I'm saying no, I'm saying to Eric's taste, they may play what Eric defines as good mm. while they're at the office. You know what I define as good? And, you know what I define as good? Anything other than modern country music. <laughs> that's what saying, I define I'm as good. Gonna, well, uh, plenty of people relate to modern country music. If that person is listening to Talking Heads. Uh, I'm sure they'll have to. There's plenty of good no, music. I'm just saying, like something way different than Luke Bryan. And then I'm sure to they Luke do. Bryan in the, in the evening, I'll eat my hat if that's a good no. It's yeah, they're not. They're, I, I'm sure they do. You're making it. You're making it. They like on they that. like Luke Bryan, Eric Church, and then maybe some weird band because they're from their hometown. Or Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> they might be into people like uh, Nickelback hasn't been popular for what uh, 15 years. Ah man, they're classic, classic rock. Oh, now it's classic. They might be into people like Imagine Dragons or something oh, sure. outside of that. Yeah. Muse, oh. Walk the Moon or whatever. They're called. Walk the Moon. Walk the Moon's fun. Alabama Shakes, bruh. Yeah, Alabama Shakes. Yeah, it's only because they're from their hometown. Yeah. Like Woo. they're not smart enough to actually know why Alabama Shakes might be a halfway decent band. So, oh yeah, no, no, my my brother went to school with her. Yeah. Uh, so I like that band. They were That's fourth on that. <laughs> they were fourth on the bill at that festival last year. <laughs> There's no way, if you're 28 years old and your go-to is Luke Bryan, that you have for a party. Taste. You have to no, add I don't that care. in. There. Parties where you play the best music. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah, but if I so, said, I'm it, not going to play something crappy just at my party. No, it's because it's like because he doesn't understand. I'm going like, to listen to crap by myself because this, I'm embarrassed. Like I'm going <laughs> to listen to Britney. Yeah, Spears you guys are sounding old now. No, I'm not sounding old. I'm, I'm going to play myself. only what I like no, at my party. No, I'll be the no. party just. For me. No, no, you're okay, making that up. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Look at Jerry what getting is, going Well, on. what I'm saying that's that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is anything other than that. But it's not an appreciation of music to go. Oh, I like to go to the beach and get with a girl with a beer, and that's what they're singing about, and so that equals a good song. That's not music appreciation. A party to a house and a Grammy and beer. There's a honey over there, and there's one over here, and Jared brings out another a bottle for me. Oh, it's a great song. A it's You're singing like about me. Jared. I know him. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is a party where we all gather around. Me and Jim and Jared can be found. I love this song. <laughs> Jared didn't put the seat back down. Yeah. And Shelly fell in. Yeah. Now her butt is all brown. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> flip, cut, flip, cut, flip, 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 flip. If your response to the music is, yeah, I do that, that's not music appreciation. <laughs> don't think that that's how they respond you to it. You got a girl with the bar and the beer and the it's just something. And a I think it's just something that most people know. I think when you play Luke Bryan, most people know it. So they're like, oh, okay, like it's something She's that everybody can agree on. She's up in a den. <laughs> I'm going up them stairs. Yet again. <laughs> yeah, come on, put it here. Come on, bros. Yeah. Come on. Ah, she won't remember when she wakes up. 
Me and my buddy high five and above. Yeah. <laughs> Next We're week. dumber than bricks. Come on, bros. Come on. Come on. What's the, what's the word? <clears throat> high five. Sometimes we you have to be a chameleon in those situations. I ain't got the personality of a salad fork. Come on, bros. Jared, Come on. There you are. The, the MP3 player over. Yeah. <laughs> like, throw it out the window. Yeah, listen. Saying, you can, if you agree, you can also acknowledge. Like, no, yeah, you guys, that, you guys, the ideal party is what it sounds like. Is that you have this one thing where no. you're playing your music, no. and that's fine. No, you, you I, I used to. You know, what show- I find when I when I do, I don't put on my favorite records. Why when, don't when you show up at the party, Eric? No. Why don't you just put some headphones on so I that way you can listen to? Your I music. don't want to talk to anybody who thinks Luke Bryan is any good. That's for sure. There's nothing they can tell me that. I want to you, you, no, you and Autumn, that right you and Autumn now. can both have your headphones on, listen to your own no, tracks. And, and when I have a party at I mean, my that house, like a better party to me. But hold on, I, I don't make <laughs> See? a. I don't. I don't make a silent a, disco party. I don't make a yes, play, exactly. I do not make a a giant playlist of my favorite songs. I usually just find like a reggae station, like a one of those radio stations. What I find is reggae makes a party good. Nobody really, and it's it's good. I don't try to force my reggae favorite mind. songs on people. But it's like house. You can't go wrong with house. Well, I would yes, even, you, I, you know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I would have. I would have fun. I, I, I agree with you, Jared. Yes, I good. As background music goes, it's great. That sets the ambiance. But what I but house is not singing to me. We're rolling on the ecstasy <laughs> and look, that girl's really hot. I don't like these songs. It's like, oh man, that's what we do. <sighs> Sometimes you have to realize. <laughs> you better hit that disclaimer again. Sometimes. <laughs> I've done that once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who doesn't like to go to the beach with a beard and a pretty girl? I put T.I. on a tape. Oh. I like T.I. Uh, I like Hank. Oh yeah, all that nonsense. Sometimes uh, you have to realize some of these some of these names of songs are for Luke Bryan. Hey, yeah. It's good to be a chameleon. No, it's not. Yes, it is because you'll well, have friends that are different. Oh, I'm sorry. Go Autumn. ahead, Autumn. Autumn. Yeah, can you hear, can you want to hear some of the names of the I, I would love Go to. Go ahead. What makes you country? Oh, yeah, that's we, a statement. <laughs> we rode in trucks. Another statement. <laughs> country man. That's who I am. Let me tell you, uh, I'm represent. Let's see. Light it up. That's oh, what we do. We beer. light it up. Hey, you, know what? I, I, you know what? I've never heard light it up, but I'll bet you the work week is done, and <laughs> now it's yeah. time to light it. Friday, here Whoa. we go. They must be some kind of geniuses for me to figure out what that song's about without hearing it. This one's called Drink a Beer. So Drunk angry. on you. Drunk on you. Drink a beer. Drunk. Country girl. That's kind of I like. The, kick the dust up. That's Woo! what I do. That's what, oh, no, wait a minute. Kick the dust up, I'm guessing, is about... The work week is done, and now it's time to have some fun. That's right. How about Georgia, Florida line? It's just what we do, but not ITS, IT apostrophe Z. Oh. Sorry, Autumn. Oh, super (laughs) awesome. They've also got a song called Sundays, which is the word sun, and then D A Z E. Oh, super duper Houston. Being a Sundays. Uh, I love it every day. Hey, and you know what? You know what? We, you know what? We don't care if you don't like it. That's the way we do it around here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. yeah. Now, now we, 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 we're dumber than bricks, and we ain't got no sense whatsoever, <laughs> but we don't need you. We got us. That's how we roll. God, Lord. How about Round Here Buzz by Eric Church? <laughs> 
I gotta get. Well, uh, well, hold on, round here, Buzz. I'm guessing the work week's done, <laughs> and Ran now here. it's time to party. <laughs> I gotta go play some songs from a real Southern band, Leonard Skinner. So, all right, you go get them. I'll see you later. Bye, Holm. What are you playing? What are you playing? Uh, right now, the uh, leading songs are Tuesday's Gone, like Call Tuesday's Me the Breeze, gone. I like Tuesday's and Give Me Three Steps. Freebird, Bottom of the Heat today. Well, I don't want to hear that, that a million times. Overplayed. I like Tuesday's Gone. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's top on the list. Cheerio. Goodbye to you. I'll see you tomorrow. Farewell, Bye. Nick. So you're all good for there? I'll send you a note. I'll, I'll be sitting in yeah, Jerry's yeah, 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 chair yeah. tomorrow, and I won't be talking about <laughs> frat parties. Now, I guess I've probably lost, like, how many how many fans yeah. have we lost today? You know they want, they listen to the I'm, show. Uh, they'll listen later. That's um, listen just for Eric. Eric, why don't you just pay attention to your show and let people like what they like? You don't have to hear about it all the time, especially since we waited for an hour and ain't heard nothing about RuPaul yet. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to make it to RuPaul. Come on, RuPaul, yeah, say, uh, you, definitely got a, you definitely got a bunch of, uh, when Eric was talking about the tariffs in the first hour, uh, yeah. oh definitely God, got a bunch of, uh, uh, Eric, stay in your lane, know your stay place. Your you stay don't know lane. nothing about populism, Eric. No, they can't handle it. <laughs> you know, the audience, the audience can't <laughs> handle it because they love to call people rhinos, and they can't handle it when Trump is called a rhino, but he's the ultimate rhino. He's the last living rhino, <laughs> like <laughs> that one that's about to die. <laughs> Sometimes facts bother people, like the fact that Luke Bryan and Eric Church suck. Listen, you just—you have to understand—they're they're good friends. Sure. I don't I don't hang good out with people. them. I don't hang out with them hey, all no, the time. Don't, don't start throwing them under the bus. No, they're not. your friends. I know. Wow. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't even I, know I, them. I, I for enjoy. you to, to say you're like Judas, not Judas. Who was no, the one? They, Peter. They would say the same you're thing. You're denying your friends. Th- they would say the same thing. We're gonna have fun before the Atlanta United game this weekend too. Oh yeah. Yeah, if it's gonna so be fun. I think somebody else. I think Stephen wrote in there. So yeah, Stephen, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be in the resurgence group. So if you want to meet up with me, nobody cares. So uh, uh, are you gonna be bringing the uh, eight track of uh, Luke Bryan? I, I don't know. So- soccer's tough. Yeah, I don't think you could really get away with that there. <laughs> These are the top songs from uh, 2017 on country radio. Body like a back row. That's the way I like it. Body like a back row. What does that uh, mean, bumpy? It might as well just be, yeah. It's you just got zits well on be, your back. It just might as well just be boy band music. It's yeah, really it's what it is. That's what, what it's come uh, to now. That's a really good point. Well, it they're really smart. They're targeting 18 to 24-year-old year old women. Hometown Girl. Hometown Girl is the most annoying song of last How does that go? Because uh, I've heard it before. I can't remember off the top of my head. I've hometown heard Girl. You know what I'm talking Th- about. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Although I do like The Fighter. Of course you yeah, do. I mean, there's some. You good know that songs. song, "Fighter." I do. Yeah. I mean, I listen to. Country. I'll never hear it. You've heard it. That's we played it on the show once. Well, very memorable. Because I hated it. It's that Australian dude who's married to Nicole Kidman. Uh, Keith Urban. I'll be the fatter. Some people say he's the real thing. I don't know. I don't know enough about his stuff. Whatever. I think uh, next time I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to bring you guys to this house. I think by the end of it, Eric's going to be playing the flip cup. Be like, woo! Yeah! Turn I love that. Turn it up. Turn that crappy music Come on. up. Come on, Autumn. Drown out my life. Chris Jansen's <laughs> Drunk Girl. No, of course not. It's <laughs> fine music from fine musicians. I'll be your fighter. I'll be your fighter. Got a girl on the beach with a thing in a home. She got one leg, but I don't care. I forgot the condom. Is that on that? Is that the... Uh... <laughs> now I got to marry her. Don't worry, I pulled out. <laughs> Because we're Christians. I got to marry you. That's right. That's the way we do it around here. We marry them even if we don't like them. Then we leave them. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've lost you some friends and a couple of listeners of oh, our show. Oh, we'll see them on Sunday. They love it. it. Whoever else wants to meet us. But the resurgence group, Atlanta United Sunday. Nobody cares. It'll be fun. All right. We're going to do this again tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about RuPaul. Maybe we won't. Yay!
Until then, how about this? Get off my lawn. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.